Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy right here on Blog Talk Radio. Who is that guy? He's got a great voice. He's got a great voice. In a small voice. hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings, burning fields and meadows, and even attacking chickens at a local watering hole. Hunters may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Up until yeah, Sunday night, he hadn't been copyright. spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on paratalkradio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. Paratalk Radio is a product of the Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. You can join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. We are a part of AHAM Radio Network and blogtalkradio.com. Live video streaming can be seen on Facebook at facebook.com backslash paratalkradio and periscope.tv. To contact us, email paratalkradiohost at gmail.com or search on the web for Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J-Wolf Productions in Ontario, New York. Engineered by John Winter. We are Rochester, New York's only paranormal talk radio show. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language on our show may not be suitable for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Yep, we're getting ready. Oh, I see. I see. See, I thought it was a ball gag. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to stick it in your mouth like an apple. No, 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 no. So this is because we want to get ready for Christmas. We only have three episodes for, oh, for this month of December. Christmas <laughs> a, how does a red nose affect Christmas? I don't it's get Rudolph. It. Rudolph. Oh. But at the same time, I figured it'd be great with our clown costumes. Which you aren't wearing. Well, where's your where's your pink hot pants? There? They're coming eventually. He's lying. Okay, I'm lying. He's not lying. Cindy's having all sorts of trouble putting on her nose. I am. There you know. Now you got to turn it on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Don't you just look pretty? Pretty. <laughs> You got a pretty nose. Pretty yeah. nose, girl. You got a pretty nose, son. Mm-hmm. Got a pretty nose. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth, son. Well, we're getting in the Christmas <laughs> spirit here in Paratalk oh, Radio. It does hurt. It hurts. It can't stay there for long. 
<laughs> no, it can't stay there for long. Knows it can't. Knows it can't. <laughs> oh, we're silly. Hi, Tammy. So, Hi, Heather. Can you imagine if you had to sneeze? Um, because it's not elastic, it would go what, <laughs> and hurt your hurt your face. It's not would. It's not. It's not. Worth it's it? Not worth it. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all know. No, you can buy Bigfoot on Amazon. <laughs> what the frick? All right, so we're gonna start right out with news because we've got a long show for you tonight, folks. I can't keep this on here. So that's all right. So I can't Ooh, read good. with this Thank in the you, way. Adna. So I am taking the nose off. We we did it. That hurts so yes, bad. We did it. So we're gonna get into our no nose. We're gonna get, we're gonna into, get our into our nose. nose. We're gonna get into our uh, news here. Hi, Ren. I kind of uh, spoiled it earlier when I was saying, "Hey, this is what we're gonna talk about tonight." So we do have Katrina with us from Paranormal Lockdown, and we Yay. also have the Haunt Me Crew, which is a YouTube um, sensation that's going on. Um, with their, their doing their paranormal investigations and stuff. We figured you'd have them with us also. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about December uh, 5th, okay. which is two days away. Correct. That is Krampus Day or Krampus Day. Okay. Um, and I'm going to read you what Krampus it, – it's actually making a big comeback. Um, it's. I don't know. He kind of scares me. He I kinda, like Santa Claus. Yeah, well, Krampus is kind of scary, but um, I'm going to – um, we're going to bring this into the news, and it says here, uh, Krampus, um, as a tool to encourage good behavior in children, Santa serves as the carrot, Krampus is the stick. It says uh, Krampus is the evil demon anti-Santa, who, or maybe his evil twin. Krampus Jesus. night is celebrated on December 5th, the eve of St. Nicholas Day in Austria yeah. and other parts of Europe. Public celebrations that might have many Krampuses walking the streets looking for people to beat. Oh, oh. Good times. I didn't know I could start beating people. And there's a lot of alcohol involved. um, Well, I can't do that. Obviously. I can just beat Um, people and pretend I'm drunk. (laughs) Injuries in the recent years have led to some reforms, such as requiring all Krampuses to wear numbers so they may be identified in case of an overly violent behavior. What the Krampus 666. (laughs) Yeah. So Krampus may look like a devil or like a wild alpine beast, depending on what materials are available to make a Krampus costume. In modern times, people can spend as much as they like to become the the best Krampus around, and the tradition is spreading beyond Europe. Many cities in America have adapted their Krampus night now. Uh, I have two words for that. Guess what they are? I think it's cool. I think that it's kind of like when they had the the, the witch. You didn't guess my two words. No way or. Fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah. Well, I figured what we would do is there are one, two. um, Like we're not doing Krampus night. (laughs) Oh, I think it would be great. Four, five, six. Eric says that's beat, not eat, right? Seven, eight. <laughs> so there's eight. Krampus knocked. Yeah, so there's eight Christmas uh, monsters. Okay. So Are I figured gonna... we'd read a couple tonight, then a couple next Monday, right. and then the last Monday before, because we'll be off for two weeks, guys. 
two. The 24th, we won't be here, and then New Year's Eve, we won't be here. So those two so Mondays. So sad. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, me too. Um, but what we'll do is on the last one before, we'll read all of them that we haven't gotten to. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, now, I've heard another version of that story there. Krampus actually um, was a bedtime story. The adults would tell the children that they they have to behave right, or Krampus or will Krampus come and get come. come and and eat them. Aye. Yeah. yeah, he would come and eat them. Aye. That's a little violent. Children, the uh, other other white meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the next one is the Yule Cat. Uh, Michelle said kitties need Krampus these days. Oh, yes, they do. I agree. I, Pat, I totally agree, Pat, Michelle. I think I know who two of them would be on your list. I do, too. <laughs> um, but anyways, the next one is the Yule Cat. My children. Is the Yule Cat. Or, in other words, which I have no clue how to say that, no, that is, that looks, that looks it like looks like Olof Thorin something, is North. a monster from Icelandic folklore, oh, Iceland. okay. a huge okay. and vicious cat said to lurk about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eat people who have not received any new clothes to wear before <laughs> Christmas Eve. So if you're poor, you're getting eaten. Yeah. Because you didn't get clothes for Christmas, you're getting eaten. That's not That's very nice. Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It says while those were lazy did not, although it is mainly a threat, to encourage children to work hard, parents told the tale of the Yule Cat, saying that the Yule Cat could tell who was the lazy child and were were the lazy children No, were because well, this can be could tell who the lazy children were. Because they did not have at least one new item of clothing for Christmas. And these children would be sacrificed to the Yule Cat. Yeah. <laughs> this reminder tends to spur children into doing their chores. A poem written about the cat ends with a suggestion that children help out the needy so they, too, can have the protection of new clothing. It's no wonder that Icelanders put in more overtime at work than any other European Jesus, because they're getting, they're getting the kids to work. I did not say that. I did. I was reading it, so I didn't make that statement. Oh, my God. What statement? I don't know. I don't know. Um, that is ridiculous. No, these are socks that just come up as an advertisement. On the bottom of the sock, it says, if you oh can read God. this, leave me alone. I'm watching a Hallmark movie. I need those socks. I love, I love Hallmark movies. Like my kids. They sit here and tell me how much they hate them, mm-hmm. especially now because it's Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Listen, my kids will end up going, what's going on in this? What What's going on? Who, <laughs> wait, who is that one again? <laughs> so, But I love them. Now they've made the, the Krampus movie, so I'm assuming they're probably going to end up making a Yule Cat movie eventually. Who knows for nah, Christmas? That one, nah. So, nah. 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 No. No, wait till you hear what I next mean, Monday is. I mean, when we can is. beat There's kids some... for, like, as we dress up like Santa, now that. Well, next week we're going to talk that. about Frau Perkta. Oh, what did she do? <laughs> she sounds like not a nice lady. Sounds yeah, like German. She is, yeah, she is German, and she's not. Okay. Wow. No, no, mm-hmm. she's not nice. So, all right, so in about, in about three minutes here, we're going to have Katrina calling in yeah. here. So we're going to talk to her about all of her uh, explorations, explorations, Expert. explorations, wow. in 
her expiration. Yeah, her expiration. She, <laughs> like, I don't know when she milk, expirates. Your but sour cream, yeah, your eggs. Yeah, but we'll find out. But anyways. <laughs> We're going to have exploration and then what she's <laughs> what she's doing these days and I do know that the new um season of paranormal lockdown is coming on I think tomorrow. What? Yeah, I think it's either tomorrow or the day after. I'm pretty so. excited then. Yeah, so we're going to see what happens there and uh um I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to be chatting with her and then right after that um shortly after that we're going to be talking with the Haunt Me crew. And uh, I can't wait to, you know. Wait, how long do we have Katrina then? Uh, We have Katrina for about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. And then we're going to take our break and then come back with um, the Hot Me crew. Got it. So, and then we can discuss whatever else we want to discuss afterwards. Like, you know, Robert getting cold for Christmas. Why is no? I'm just no, kidding. I'm Robert just kidding, Robert. Robert's cool, you guys. No. No, Robert's cool. Robert's actually making a lot of stuff for the Parafest, so it's uh, he's a good guy. And I do want to take in, and, and say congratulations and a shout out to Eric um, Harrison for becoming the second admin for the Paratalk Radio fan club page and nice. guest page. Very nice. Oh, why is it just guys? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, just, uh, I was just trying to be a fire uh, starter. Well, I really it can can't, be anybody I, as long as they're I really, on. I, I really mean, can't often, I mean. be a fire starter because my head hurts. That <laughs> 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 takes way too much time and energy and, and drama that I just don't have right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's it's going to be great. So we're just waiting for her to call. Hi, David Saller. And uh, hey, David. Um, you guys will know that she's worked on... Um, on A&E for Paranormal State, she started out there, but she's also a member of the Paranormal Research Society. So she's been around for a little bit, and uh, she's uh, awesome. I can't wait to talk to her about some of the experiences she's had and some of the places that right. she gets locked into. Because I'll tell you, there's some places that they, they do, they get in there, and they're locked, and they have to try and sleep. And Thank I you, Jason. Can tell you Hi, that Jason, by the way. I don't know if I could sleep. I would be up walking around doing what I do. Dude, I'd try to sleep. You would? Absolutely. I don't know if I would, but I'd have to try. Um, So what about, like, have you done all your Christmas shopping? No. Me neither. What's today? Today's Monday, right? Today's the third, so you have, like, 22 days. So it wasn't, maybe it was yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. So yesterday I am with my son and his friend Thomas, but I'm mm-hmm. my, in another car is my niece, her boyfriend, and my mama. Mm-hmm. So we were in Webster. So I'm like, ooh, my niece had just come out of GameStop. And she's like, ooh, there's some good clearance, good deals. And I'm right. like, oh, let me go in and look. Doesn't my son come in? I'm like, leave. I'm like, I'm <laughs> leave. And he's like, no. I'm like, leave. And I'm like, get the F out of here. Oh, and he's like, no. Krampus is going to be visiting. And, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm out of here then. And I went and left hmm. and, and made him get in the car, him and Thomas. And, and you just said, screw it. Uh, no, my niece goes, go in and just get Jess. So I went in and, no. and, and got Jess at least. I did get something for Jane. Nice, nice. There you go. Krampus boy, I'm gonna make sure he comes to visit you. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, you remember how we were talking? I don't to know. You? I'd probably have to fight Krampus. There you go. Well, you remember we were talking to Brian Frangie because the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, my, my one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is the yes, Unbelievers. The unbelievable. unbelievable podcast, podcast. Um, is no more. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the people from the Unbelievable podcast, some of the the fans, Unbelievers, the Unbelievers. Yes, did you listen to it? Because I sent you the link. You did send me the link. I haven't. Um, I just finished listening to their premiere. And and um, is that as good? No, it's good. Oh, it is. It's good. Okay. It's good. Um, for the first one, I think they did good, and uh, I think they did well, and they just need to keep plugging. Bully on. You know, so, you know, they, you know, we're going to be celebrating three years come January, already. I can't believe it. And these just are now. So we'll be starting so the, out the third year. Yep. So the encouragement from Paratalk for the Unbelievers podcast is there. We encourage you, and we're keep on going. Keep on kids. going, guys. Don't quit. Um, it's going to be awesome. I have no doubt. I mean, they have three or four people on instead of just two or three, and and it's nice. really cool. You know, I'm excited about it. So, can I tell you my exciting news? Sure. I actually had somebody message me and ask me to be um, on their show. Really? I did. Yes, I was so excited. Good. He wanted to do an interview with me. Guess when? Guess when their their show is? I don't know. Mondays at eight to ten Eastern Standard Time. Oh my God, who is it? Um, well, somebody's at. Uh, well, I don't want to say yet. Why? I thought I said one. Why not? Well, because I can't see. I know his name is Jeremy. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think um, I'm guessing that Christina's on the line. Is this Christina? It is. Hello. Hi, welcome to Hi, Paris. Guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on tonight. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so excited, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh. fangirl- <laughs> totally fangirling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really nice. Thanks for having me tonight, guys. Oh, yeah, we we appreciate so it. We've been wanting to get to you and uh um, we want We've to been get, wanting to get at you. Yeah, whatever. And we <laughs> want to get to. We've had, you know, like Steve and those guys from Ghost Hunters, and you know, we want to kind of make our rounds to everybody and get them on the show for the fan base, and and just you know, bring you guys to Paratalk and, and have you experience <laughs> our messed up world. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. You have you have me in already. <laughs> All yes, right. So perfect. we're we're that's that's who we are. We're we're just uh, messed up. So this is this is kind of goes along with our messed upness. So David Seiler yeah. says hi stuff, and you too, Cindy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now did he? You. So did David? So David meant to me he hi meant hot stuff. You hi hot stuff. Oh and he well, goes, thanks, David. And hi to you too, Cindy. <laughs> well, hi David. Thank you for calling. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. That is funny. So we, we are one of those. Um, we don't have any like rules, basically. We just <laughs> we have no rules. No rules. We just, uh, say what we want to <laughs> say. Um, whatever rolls off your tongue, rolls off your tongue. We like to get to the nitty gritty and um, just have fun. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Is when people like, I'm right. sure you've done other interviews, and I'm sure they say, "Oh, relax, have fun, kick it back," you know, blah blah blah. No, here mm-hmm. you can literally say what you want and really just kick it back, girl, and say whatever you got to <laughs> say. And- so that's oh, the way good. it is. Okay, because I curse a lot. All right. <laughs> that works. Hey, you're good. <laughs> yeah, so you're good. We, we are actually listed as a rated R show. We are. So there's because no. I, oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, Lori. Lori? 
I don't know. She just came in my head. I'm going to beat you. My name is Cindy. Cindy has no filter. I have no filter. No. <laughs> and I will beat in front of everybody. Yeah, she will beat me, and I won't enjoy it at all. No. <laughs> No, I won't. I won't. Um, okay, so let's let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's. Are you all relaxed? Are you all ready to go? I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. So I have been a fan of yours personally since Paranormal State. I gotta to ask honest. her though. Wait a minute. I gotta ask her. Oh wow. So, wine, beer, or whiskey? Oh, as uh, my personal preference. Your <laughs> I'm per- assuming that's what you mean. What I like to drink. Um, I I'm a wine girl. A what girl? A what? A wine. A wine. I like wine. Oh, yeah, I'm a wine I girl. Wine too. I just can't drink any of it. None of it. Yeah, I know because um, you're allergic. I I rarely, rarely drink anymore. But if I do, it's usually a glass of wine. Nice. nice. Well, I couldn't yeah. say to her like a, a guy on a show because you know, like some of those shows, you know, I I just watched one the other day where these they were interviewing this guy and they <laughs> the first question was boxer or briefs. <laughs> I'm like, really? That's the show? Is that how, I mean, we have to go song or granny panties. <laughs> I mean, and that might be so weird because what if they like to go commando? That's true. That's true. But see, that's, right? why I say, that's a lot of personal information right there. Well, right. I figured because of the way we are, and we just had some moonshine the other night, I figured we'd t- say, hey, wine. Yeah. Beer or whiskey. Or, well, I guess it could be beer. Moon, you know, moon, in there too. The moonshot. Yeah, boy. Yeah, because moonshine the body good. Uh, no. It, yeah. It's definitely it, wine. Yeah, definitely I, wine, girl. Yeah, yeah. I that's awesome. Breathing fire. That's awesome. So I'll let Cindy continue what she was asking. Yeah. So I've been a fan okay. since Paranormal State. So I really enjoyed that show. I I liked so much that that. I mean, because at the time you guys were kids, you guys were in college and yeah. you yeah. were getting, you were getting the paranormal out to younger kids, younger crowds. And I thought that was pretty amazing. And I thought that it was really cool that you guys had a wide range of di- different kinds of kids there. Right. So I thought that was really we cool. We did. Yeah. So tell yeah, me, we had, how, um, what did you mm-hmm. learn from that experience? Oh, so much. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a lot of other investigators that, you know, as a kid, you're just fascinated by the stuff. I had early experiences with it. And, you know, so I did a lot of reading and studying on my own. But um, it's definitely different when you're working with clients versus just reading about it in a book, you know. So I when I started, um, I think, and I think this is something that a lot of people don't realize about me, because I don't think it's really portrayed in um, the on-camera work I do at least. But um, I've grown like way more skeptical of the paranormal over the years. Um, and I, I don't mean that as like I'm skeptical of whether or not these things happen because I've experienced it firsthand. I know something weird happens. But I, I've become like very skeptical over the terms and definitions we use and even the equipment we have. Um, not all equipment is you know, uh, but certain pieces of equipment, I kind of am like, oh, well, you know, maybe we don't have all the all the facts straight on how that works. Um, so, but it's yeah. funny because when, and I only say this because in the beginning when I started, it was very much like, I think I had the view that a lot of people have when they start that, you know, the paranormal, when we're talking about ghosts, it is someone who lived and died and they're back. 
you know, mm. and so, um, you know, I think just doing the amount of work that I've done because we had a lot, like a high volume of cases and even, you know, just the amount of people that came through PRS as potential clients that we worked with um, that didn't, you know, move onto a full investigation, just talking to them about their experiences. And it really just kind of shifted my perspective on what the paranormal is, specifically talking about ghosts and shadow people and all, everything within that realm, um, how they work, why they manifest, that kind of thing. Um, so I feel like as an investigator, I've grown tremendously. And it all started with, um, you know, I think what really started to open my eyes to that was my work with PRS. That's amazing. Mm. And I yeah. like that. I like that you said that you don't necessarily trust all equipment. We are mm. on the I, same. I, yeah. 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 And, we, I think, we, and it's not to. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Katrina. Oh, I mean, and it's not to downplay anybody in the field who's making equipment because, I mean, we, we have to experiment with things, right? That's the whole point. I mean, the paranormal is very fringe. Anything we come up with is going to be fringe. And so, you know, I think it's great that we have engineers out there and people who want to build equipment and, you know, we're experimenting, seeing what gets results, what doesn't get results, et cetera. Um, but I don't ever really, I don't know if there's really one piece of equipment that I'm like, that absolutely means there's something supernatural happening. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you kind of take mm-hmm. it as, okay, that's really interesting. And, oh, and like, and when it matches up something historical you have, then that's, or an eyewitness account that has happened, then absolutely we take that into account. And I think I've had um, a few times where just like really weird shit has come through and, um, <laughs> you know, or that we've experienced with pieces of equipment that I have no rational explanation for them. And I think that suggests mm-hmm. something paranormal going on. But, you know, I think we have to kind of keep those skeptical lenses on because, I mean, at least in my view, I think the whole point of why everybody's in this field is because we want to move it forward. And I think the best way to do that, we, you know, you have to remain skeptical on some level. That way, um, you know, you have to rule out natural causes. Otherwise, we won't be taken seriously. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In right. fact, I yeah. mean, we, well, for myself, like, I don't use a lot of the stuff that most, you know, investigators use. And, you know, I've always said, you know, you have to find something that works for you first off. And something that, yeah. you know, you can really get behind. And if if it leaves you with too many guesses or too many, you know, I don't know, you know, um, then put it away, you know, don't use it and, and find something that works for you. And, you know, I, I there's just so many pieces of equipment. I'm, I'm glad that we have all these people that are able to invent these things and try to bring um, new equipment forward. Um, I do think that some of them need to focus on certain areas and, you know, us as investigators, we know what we're looking for. And I think maybe what we need to do is kind of open up communications to these builders and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it would help them with developing these products. You know, uh, it's just there's too many things out there that we're using that are repetitive. And there's a lot of, a lot of I mean, how many EMF meters do we need? You know, how many ghost boxes <laughs> do we need? How many, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, let's, let's, you know, stop beating up one thing and let's create something new and let's try, you know, let's hone on some of these devices and make them a little more um, directional, if anything. You know, I mean, the equipment that's out there, we're trying to find something that would suggest, because I like that you said that, suggest mm-hmm. that something paranormal could be happening. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably the 
best lines that you could use because there is no fact. It's just suggest. And until we get closer and, you know, kind of move forward with this stuff, we're kind of just chasing our tails. And I've talked about that a hundred times on the show. And um, just like I said, we're just scratching the surface and the stuff. I mean, it's yeah. still a brand yeah. kind of, you know, um, um, study and science and well, pseudoscience, but still, you know, we need to work mm-hmm. together and just keep moving forward. And I think that's the the start. You know, we, we have to do that. We have to share. We have to move forward together, not just individually, because, yeah. you know, individually what happens? People get egos. They think they're better than everybody else. And then the field kind of goes blah, you know, and then, yeah. you know, we need that. Everybody needs to work together one way or another. Yeah, and I agreed. Like well said. Yeah, and I really do like that you said that. I, I, I'm yeah, being I, honest. That I suggest agree. that it is. I mean, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it always comes across a lot of times somewhere. And I always try to remind people, you know, what you're seeing on TV is just a glimpse of an investigation. You're really We're looking all- through the window of what one is, right. and you're going through all the motions with us. Because I think one of the criticisms we get a lot, and I totally understand it and I agree with it, is that, you know, a lot of times it's, well, you're just talking about how you're feeling. And it's like, well, yeah, because when you're on an investigation, when we're looking at eyewitness accounts, right, somebody's coming forward saying they have this experience that they believe is paranormal in nature. They talk about how they feel. They say right. the, the room got really cold. Um, I felt like somebody was standing over me. I felt this. I felt that. So when you go on an investigation as an investigator, you know every single thing that happens. And you call Mm -hmm. it out, you take note of it, because it might be important later. And even if that turns out to be natural causes, let's say we find out that the cause for people feeling really weird in a room is because there is abnormally high levels of EMF. We know that abnormally high levels of EMF can cause people to have those sensations. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we we note those things. And so I always try to remind people that when you're watching the stuff on television, it's, it's not the full investigation. You're seeing glimpses of it. Um, cause there's a lot of work that goes in before them. There's a lot of work that goes in after them. Um, I know with PRS, we had clients of ours that we were still working with years later, you know, so, and you only saw half an hour of one investigation that we had with them, you know? So, right. um, yeah, so there's a lot of work, that, there's a lot of stuff that goes into them that I, I think, you know, people don't see at home. So. Well, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you guys are there for what, 24 hours or 32, you know, what is it? Three days. Or something like that. Three days, and, yeah. And mm-hmm. You're there for three days, and you're trying to put that in a, what, a 43-minute show? Um, yeah. So there's yeah. a lot that's missing or taken out. And, yeah. you know, so I think they're starting, like anybody that listens to our show knows that we pretty much preach that stuff, that, hey, this is TV. They have to fit as much of it as possible in 43 minutes. And usually with the way television is, they want it to be the intenseness, the, the shock value, all of that stuff. So, you know, usually that's what they put in there and you don't see the like, okay, eight cameras of 10 hours of footage. So that's 80 hours. Hours, you, you know. I mean, you it's like, come on, you know. Going through all of their research, right? And, and, you know, <laughs> back yeah. back in the day, okay. So quote, back unquote. in the day, quote unquote, um, <laughs> it used to be with a paranormal investigator. Like when I started out thirty-one or thirty-two years ago, it's like it used to be that big ass freaking recorder, <laughs> tape recorder with a bunch uh-huh. you could push down simultaneously. <laughs> so you carried that, 
on your, believe it or not, on a little hook. I used to take clothes wire, you know, clothes hanger wire. Yeah. And I made a hook yeah. wrapped around my belt. Yep. Wrapped around my belt, and that would hold it. And then there was that, and uh-huh. then a little notepad. And then that way I could write things down. But I want to back up for a minute because you were saying about how people feel, and that's what yeah. comes mm-hmm. across like on the TV show. One of the first yeah. things to talk about here is that the best piece of equipment that I you agree. can have in an investigation is yourself. Yeah. Your body will yeah. react to everything that's around you. Even if it's a false yeah. reaction, it's still a reaction. Right. You know, and you shouldn't leave anything to guess and you shouldn't leave anything out. You should always write down everything you feel, the sensations, the smells, the whatever. Sounds that, Sounds. that, oh, that yeah. each person is right. making. I remember doing that when yeah, you know, I mean, we would invest. It's nice yeah. that you don't have to carry that three-pound tape recorder <laughs> anymore or five-pound tape recorder. <laughs> but Mine was you only, have a digital yeah. now, which is nice. You're able to do that. And But there's other things. I mean, you can actually just walk with a camera now or your phone in your some phone sense, yes. you know and, and yeah. you're able to record you have to be careful with the phone because you know some phones you know it's it's not good to have them because they can you know make things worse but um it's just nice that some of the equipment has advanced for us but we have a long ways to go a long way yes to go. i totally agree yeah i absolutely agree with that i do have to bring up something, katrina the one show and i wish i could remember which one it was but first off, I've got to say, you've got some cojones, girl. Um, oh. <laughs> you know, you. some of the places that you guys... I keep them on my mantle them. for, for show-and-tell, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm six foot one. You know, I'm pushing almost 290 pounds. And I'm like, okay, um, she's sleeping in a place that I don't think I could sleep in. <laughs> you know, so she's got some big cojones, big, big, big ones, cojones. big cojones. And uh, <laughs> because I, knowing me, I mean, the, I sleep very lightly, so every noise is going to wake me up. So I might as well just stay up anyways, okay? This is scaredy cat. Whatever. I'm telling you right now <laughs> that if you if you lose fear when you're investigating then there's a problem because you should never lose that. That's a part of your, your emotions and something that's deep-rooted in you that you need. But it's not I – don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't ever want to fear what's there because – Oh, no, I don't I want do you to fear it, but spirit, I don't want you to lose I, that fear. I, I, would, I would like to call it more a sense of um, – what is, what is the word I'm looking for? Like curiosity or – I don't know how to call it fear because fear – negativity can glom onto that. That's and, true. And That's I don't true. want fear ever to be in the picture. I would never be able to go to some of the places I've gone before if I feared them. Oh, and, that's, that's I'm not saying that necessarily. I wasn't mean directly that. But yeah. I'm just saying if you lose fear, it's yeah, terrible. No, I, so I just, I don't, because fear is a negative connotation. I guess it is, but at the I, same I don't, time ever have that, that aspect, but in, you don't especially wanna, on an investigation. Well, that's true. But there are some places that I know, like, that, that people won't go. And I'm usually uh, the first one in the door going, okay, let's go. Let's check this out. Let's see right. what's going on. I, there, and that's one of the reasons I haven't gone to, what is Rolling Hills, the mm-hmm. one that's right down. Yeah, it's near Bethany. Yeah, and I haven't gone there because my girlfriend, who also has some sensitivity, literally was possessed. So knowing that, I don't want to necessarily 
go there because I know that she's had that experience and mm. I don't want to go there with that fear. Oh, okay. I can see that. I can see that. But what I was going to get back to was one of the episodes they were on. She was in another room and um, Nick was in a hallway, I think, sleeping. And they had this really cool gadget on the floor. It was like a rollout mat and it had lights on it. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when, mm-hmm. and when something apparently came in, the mat would light up. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what's the name of that, Katrina? Do you remember? Uh, I can't remember the name of the company that makes it, but it's it's basically just um, they're, they're motion-censored lights, but they only go off if there's some sort of mass that goes over it. So yeah. um, something with like, thought- you know, even like, yeah, uh-huh. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I just thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. We've actually had some really interesting results with that. Um, actually, for so season season three premieres tomorrow on Destination America, and there's an episode on there. Um, Nick and I go to an old schoolhouse, and we had, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of what it was in real time. It was like something like 20, 25 minutes tops of something interacting with us using those light panels. And, um, yeah, it was really interesting because it was like every question that so we set up a thing, we noticed that they were going off um, when we were asking questions. So we're like, okay, let's set up, you know, um, make them go off if the answer is yes, right? Don't do anything if the answer is no. And mm-hmm. for, I mean, I'm going to be conservative and say it was 20 minutes, but for 20 minutes, we every question we asked, we got a response to. And um, it was really interesting. I mean, we kept testing it. Could could I be standing too close to them? If I move this way, am I setting them off? You know, so those we've had really cool results with so far. Um, <laughs> there's other, like, motion-activated lights out there, but I think those have been the ones we've had the best results with. Right, that, that's just cool. I got to make a, a miss. Heather Palermo made a statement here, and she's – She's one of our regulars, and she's like, oh, I want to roll out mat with light so I can do paranormal yoga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is hysterical. Oh, Let me crack on. We have two jokesters, and she's one of them. So. Yes, we um, love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love a good great. jokester. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. May the power of Compel you. you. There's our other joke. Is finishing right up behind her, Robert White. He's yes. from Australia, and he's our biggest jokester of so, them all. So Heather is the one who came up with, um, but the power of paratalk compels, compels you. you. Yeah, that's going to be one of our T-shirts. <laughs> and yeah. it's so funny oh, because I love it, now, yeah. yeah, we do everything with uh, yeah. the power of whatever compels you. Yep. So it's hysterical. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you should have been here for the aliens one because we had an oh, alien yeah. show, and, the, and I think it was Robert they came up with uh, hashtag aliens, aliens and kilts. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's aliens so and kilts, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alien, yeah, yeah. Hashtag. I love it. I'm Scottish, so yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, we we loved it. Oh, now he just put up a new aliens one. Aliens in light. light. Light up kilts. Oh, light up kilts. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what does that say? Yeah, so, but he's a, he's an Aussie, so, you know, he's he's a guy. We uh, love him. So. Yes, Heather, and Heather says we are a team, and yes, they are. Yeah. Oh, and we are um, not going there. 
Cindy brought an yes. interesting topic the other the other a, show a few on few shows and, ago, a couple yeah, shows a few ago, shows. and they're now making with, reference to it. So, yes, yeah. had to do with a pleasure <laughs> item for women or men, and they were alien, alien in nature. In nature, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, something I don't know. They can keep them. They can keep them. It was quite interesting. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's get back onto your show. Now I mentioned to Cindy um, before we started the show that I said, yeah, I said the premiere for the new season starts here. I think tomorrow. Um, I'm pretty excited. So, now you said it's on Destination America. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah so it's premiering on Destination America. Now it wasn't Destination America last year, though, was it? It was, yeah, we bounced around a little bit. So we started on Destination America. Then for season two, we went over to TLC. And now we're back yeah. at Destination America. Yeah. We've, <laughs> we've done some it is so weird because so. Destination America was bought by TLC. And then there's like swapping things back and forth. Well, that um, makes sense. Well, though. They yeah. just, yeah. Well, so we're all under Discovery. So we're, they're all sister channels. Um, okay. So, but. Um, and this is public knowledge. I mean, anybody can look this up, but um, Discovery just went through a huge merger in 2018. Yeah. So they merged with another network. So that's why some of the shows have kind of been like moved around a little bit. Yeah. Cause like paranormal survivor is now on TLC. Um, Cause I just watched and scary, scariest night of my life is on TLC, but yet they're playing some of the old reruns on destination America. It's like, I, I wish they'd make one channel just for the paranormal shows because that way we're right, on one yeah. hopping around, you know Make what I mean? Make it easier, right? Yeah, keep everything in one place. I hear you. Well, be because then you can set your DVR for, you know, what you can do now. You can definitely do it now, but it's like, it'd just be easier. Just flip on the channel and something you like is on. You know, you don't have to. Right. <laughs> you know, that'd be great. So, yeah. Um, now, I, I've got to ask, because I know that some of our fans have been wondering, too, what was one of your favorite locations in the past? Yeah. There's so many. Um, gosh. I mean, especially, I think, with lockdown, probably has, like, the you know, my top favorite places. Um, Hinsdale House, Trans-Allegheny, um, 30 East Drive, or Black Monk House, as some people call it. Um, yep. We had a lot of really cool places in the U.K., one of them was Shepton Mallet, which is a prison over there. And it's for the upcoming season, so I can't, like, say too much. But um, right. we just had – I mean, we had active communication with something for over an hour. And wow. it was um, – yeah, every single question – it's kind of like the light panels I was explaining to you guys that, you know, we set up, like, you know, knock once for no, two for yes. And for over an hour, we were getting responses. And – I mean, there's no logical explanation for why it was happening. And it, it finally came through. We were using a, a geoport at the time, and that's by George Brown. And um, it came through with an intelligent sentence, like so loud, so clear, no mistaking what it said. And, I, I mean, for me, I told you guys I'm always kind of skeptical about equipment, but for me, right. I think um, at least George Brown is on to something with what he's doing because – that was probably, the, I mean, it was the, to date, it's the clearest piece of uh, ITC evidence I've ever seen from any kind of sweeping, you know, uh, technology. Wow. Well, that's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that, that one definitely <laughs> was pretty interesting. Um, now you guys, a couple other places that are cool. Like, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt, but now you guys, uh, of yeah. course, are all on episodes and stuff. Now, do you guys actually uh, log this stuff and keep track of where you've been and, and stuff that you've done and what you've caught? I mean, do you do that? Yeah, actually, we take um, voice notes. So um, after every investigation, Nick and I will sit down and do voice notes. Um, so we can, okay. like, go back and remember. Mm-hmm. And and that's good because then we also get – I think a lot of times what gets lost in written notes sometimes is that you mm-hmm. don't get the feelings and the emotions you were feeling at the time. And, you know, like we were talking about, those are very much important to paranormal investigating because a lot of times that's the first thing somebody will tell you, what they felt, you know. Um, so when we do the voice notes, what's really great about that is the, you you get to go back and be like, that's what we were feeling. That's what he right. was feeling. That's what I was feeling. And so I, I almost kind of prefer those to written notes now. Well, you guys, because you guys are like, I mean, you're right out there. I mean, you're on a TV show, so you're out there in the forefront. And, you know, you guys have the opportunity to go to places that some of us never will be able to go. And so collecting yeah. data in some sense, quote unquote data, or being able to record what's actually happen, happening there, will eventually, we're hoping that in the future, that we'll be able to collaborate with everybody's information and maybe they will help us push the paranormal forward. And I think information such as what you guys are collecting is very important for a collective mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, oh, I and agree. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just really important. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think too, because I mean, right, we're making field observations. That's, I think that's kind of like what it boils down to. We're putting ourselves in, in the thick of everything. We're going to the most haunted locations so if we're ever going to mm-hmm. capture anything objective, it's going to be at these places, right? And so I think, you know, what we're coming away with the most, and I, I've made a few observations myself after doing lockdown for, you know, three years now, um, just, you know, what what seems to get more activity versus what doesn't. You know, so there's right. been some interesting observations, I think, happening. And from observations, I mean, you can you can then go back and test those things, you know, Um so I think just from doing that and putting yourself, like immersing yourself in those situations, I think we'll get some interesting results from doing that stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, I wish we had opportunities like that. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I mean, there's, it's just awesome. I mean, there are so many things out yeah. there that um, we just need to record. And you know what I find, and I, and I th- think that maybe you do as well, is that sometimes old school is better than having all this equipment because sometimes you're catching yeah. things that you really wouldn't have, you know. Yeah, I Especially agree. And I think cameras, oh, with a camera, you're able to yeah. pick it up. So that's what I was actually just about to say that because I think one of the most fascinating observations I think we've made is that um, there's been multiple, I mean, we've captured multiple figures through lockdown. And what's interesting about it is Nick and I have the same camera. And they, they see in, you know, I mean, they're high definition, whatever, they're 4K, they, but they, they're infrared, you know, so they see a lot in infrared at night. And um, what's interesting is that on our cameras, we've captured some shadows on our cameras. I know there's one in the UK where Nick captured um, kind of like the tail end of a shadow. Um, I know there's like one or two other times where we captured some sort of shadowy thing. But for the majority, the figures that we've captured or the anomalies that we've captured have been through Rob's camera. And what I find really fascinating about that is there's been multiple times 
where my camera and Rob's camera, or Rob's camera and Nick's camera, or all three of our cameras were pointing in the same direction, but only Rob's camera captured something. Right, right. Now, so, I have a theory about that because – I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's like we have yeah. caught things like on our DVR cameras, but not through a handheld camera. So there's something within the technology within those devices that is different. And so that's that's something else that I brought up a few times. It's like, well, why does it come through the handheld and not through the DVR camera? Or why mm-hmm. does it, you know, opposite? It's kind of weird the way, and I think it's all because different companies make their their camera phones or their cameras different, you know. Right. So, and I think also because it's a spectrum, the spectrum of light, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and so there are so many things electronically, as in devices go, that we we've got to kind of figure out what it is and get it to that. I don't know, maybe not. I mean, you might be able to tune it into whatever you think it was or what scope it was, and then it may all change on you anyways. Because we don't know. Yeah, Yeah, and that's what I always tell people. I'm like, we really don't know. <laughs> like, You know, when I go out and do, like, lectures and everything, I meet so many people that right. are like, okay, so that means there's a ghost, right? I'm like, actually, I'm like, I'm like, we really don't know what, what anything is. I'm like, what, and this is what I tell people is that we're so, um, and it's funny, I meet so many people that when they find out what I do, you know, some people are very interested. Um, some people are true on believers and other people, I mean, I've met some very rude people. Uh, when it comes to what I do. And um, it's funny because I, I try to remind people that when you hear the word ghost, it's very much tied to religious upbringings. So a lot of times when I meet people who, um, and I don't mind criticism, I don't mind constructive criticism at all. I think we need to have those discussions in the paranormal because it, it does push the field forward. And I always say, you know what, even if it, if it all ends up being a neurological problem that we have, you know what I mean? It's still something we need to explore, and it's still something we need to have an explanation for. Because regardless of what you think the paranormal is or what you think a ghost is or isn't, people still have these experiences. So, right. like, let's just say it's all psychological, then what's the human need for creating that experience? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, there, there's something it's, going it's, on that we need. That's a very good question. Well, you know, yeah. you know that food administration would love it because they just throw more pills at us and make more money because they'd find a fix. <laughs> right. Right. So, but, and you know, but it's interesting because when, when you meet people, sex. what is that? <laughs> oh, I just said, including side effects, which is, could be death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With right. a new drug. Right. Right. <laughs> or hallucinations, right. Which yeah, if right. it's neurological, we're already dealing with it, but. Um, we're screwed no, no matter but, what. Know, I always, what's that? We're screwed no matter what. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because I think a lot of times, and I'm not knocking skeptics at all. I think it's very healthy to be skeptical. Um, but I think a lot of times when I meet like kind of diehard skeptics, it's, and even like diehard believers, um, it's just such a loaded word, you know. And yeah. so I always tell people, I'm like, you got to strip that away. It's like Because mm-hmm. the terms and the definitions we use today are based off of a lot of circumstantial stuff. I mean, it's based off of religious texts. It's based off of eyewitness accounts. And, you know, when somebody says, I saw my grandfather standing at the foot of my bed and he told me where the money was and I went there and that's where the money was. I mean, okay, then you kind of make that connection that maybe there is something after this life. But, you know, we also tie these experiences to the afterlife. And I tell people that might not be what we, what we're working with. It could be, 
or maybe it's all of those. Maybe it's none of those. But, right. you know, that's where I kind of go back to you're getting a glimpse on television. You're not seeing the whole, the whole field and what everybody does and what everybody talks about in the field as a community because we have these discussions. And, you know, mm. what, I, what I can tell people from doing this for as long as I have and going to the locations I've gone to, I don't, I don't fully believe we have the terms and definitions, right? But something right. is still happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So weird yeah, things I mean, that I can't explain. It's true. I mean, you have to think about it. And like when I talk to people on the like the, the basic level of this, and I can use ghosts, I can use Bigfoot, I can use dogmen, I can use UFOs, aliens, whatever. And just the basics, just sit down and think. If you take a map of the United States and put a pin where every person had claimed that they've ever seen something in the quote-unquote paranormal, the whole United States would be completely filled with little black dots or little pins because too many people have witnessed one thing or another. Right. And what my yeah. grandmother taught me, who was Seneca Indian, was in every story there's some truth. It's up to you to figure out mm-hmm. what the truth is. And I carry that with me everywhere. So I use it in yeah. the paranormal. It's like go ahead, listen to a client's story, and remember that in somewhere in that story there's an ounce of truth. It's for you to figure out what it is. And it's the same with well, all of that. I mean, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, I mean, you know, I think, like, logically we can look at the stuff in the paranormal field, right, and specifically let's just focus on, like, ghosts and shadow people, all those kind of anomalies. Um, and, like, if we go just from, like, looking at anthropology and we look through mm-hmm. the past on cultures that have, you know, maybe they worship gods and goddesses and that's what they thought was controlling the weather or their crops right. or, right. you know, just um, bad things that might have happened in their village. Um, so we know just on a human level that people will attribute things they don't understand to the supernatural, right? That's a right. pattern that we see. But, and I, I use this example because I think it's really interesting Let's say somebody from a thousand years ago thought a lightning storm was from a goddess, right? Well, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean the lightning storm wasn't happening. It was still happening. It's just they, they right. had the reason why wrong, but it was still a mm-hmm. phenomenon, right? So right. that's, I, I, you know, I tell people to keep that in mind that we don't have everything figured out. And that's why I think a lot of times maybe we attribute some, some things that we don't have figured out yet to you know, ghosts or shadow people or things we don't quite understand. And maybe that stuff, maybe that's right. Maybe we have it right, but maybe we have it wrong. But at the end of the day, it's still a phenomenon that is happening. And, right. you know, that's kind of where, that, that's where my passion lies in the field because I want to get answers for those people that experience that because I've experienced it firsthand. I know this stuff happens. Um, right. And I, I, think it's, I think it's like, it almost blows my mind that so many people can have these experiences and it's kind of laughed off by other people, you know? And, and that, I think that's the way with most of us that are in, in the paranormal field for the, for the same reasons. I mean, well, some of us are, we're in here trying to find answers. That's not just to, to, to experience the high or whatever from doing, you know, ghost hunting or whatever. But um, some of us do have an end game to it, what we're looking to get to. And, you know, I, I really do believe that if a million people say they saw something somewhere in there, somebody saw something, you can't just call them liars. There's something to it, you know, and, right. you know, same with Bigfoot UFO, so on and so forth down the line. So my interest has always been from day one when I had my first experience, it was, okay, I want to know more. I want to know why. Yeah. I want to know 
comes from and what can I do to help or to explain it. And I think that's what's missing. And, I, and I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not calling anybody any names. And I'm not saying that you're not in it for the right reasons. But I am going to say this, that if you come up with reasons such as what I just said, then to me, it seems like you're in it for the right reasons. You know, and I, I really just think that that's, that's what's going to help the field grow and move forward instead of just saying, hey, you guys, let's grab some beers and let's go ghost hunting. You know, what does that do right. to the parent? <laughs> Literally. I mean, get drunk and yeah. start screwing off. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, just, I just feel that, you know, what we're talking about here is just very important, and I like the fact that you're where we are. That, yeah, yeah. That so yeah. many things that we talked about is like, you know, if we're going to become known as a serious um, scientific group or even pseudoscience or if we're ever going to get anywhere, we have to work together. We also have to be able to um, find um, the right people to work with and have the same goal because yeah. too many people doing, you know, too many things that aren't the same is just going to, it just that opens up for more questions. We're going to have enough questions as it is. Yeah. You know? So can I ask a question? Do you still keep in touch with any of your paranormal state friends? I do. Yeah. Actually, Heather's still like my best friend. Um, <laughs> So um, she and I talk all the time. Yeah, we became best friends in college and just, I mean, she still is. Um, I just talked to Josh the other day. I just saw Michelle. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I keep in touch with a lot of people from Paranormal State. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 It's nice when you can do that, you know. It doesn't always happen. So. Yeah. I got to say that I love, like, when you watch their show, like, come the third day. When they wake up, they are like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girl, I you need anymore. I've completely Call given makeup. up on life at that makeup. point. <laughs> he calls it, it's like makeup, wash my hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. It's bad. Like when no. lockdown has seriously like affected my health. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's like, you just don't, we're not sleeping. Like, I mean, we're sleeping, but it's not like a full restful sleep. Because, like, right. number one, you're not in your own bed. You're not in your own home. And I don't know about yeah. you guys, but, like, when I – even if I travel, like, just for vacation, yeah. I have a hard time sleeping the first two nights. Yeah. You know, because I'm, like, <laughs> trying to get used to everything and all the noises that I'm not used to. And, um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it seriously, I, I think it's – yeah, I think it affected – I don't want to speak for Nick, but I just know, like, both of us have been, like, sick. And, you know, it just, like, mm-hmm. affects, like, your hormones. And it just – it does all that stuff, so – yeah. I didn't get into bed with you. It's yeah. Shush. Well, here, it's like David Tyler was saying. It's hashtag paranormal hangover. Yeah. Well, I oh. so Ted and I shared a room, and so he was just saying that basically to me. <laughs> we went down for the Gettysburg Battlefield Bash, and we ended up being there for four days, and we ended up sharing the same room. And usually the first couple of days I don't sleep. He didn't sleep ever, I don't think. Yeah, because I, there's another person oh. sharing the room, and I don't want to disturb them because I'm pretty sure I snore and stuff like that. Uh, and, and me, I just slept. Yeah, she just, I, so I let her sleep. So, <laughs> I just, you know, I, I passed out. I mean, I. Yeah, she was she was out, you know, and I'm just like kind of <laughs> staring at the ceiling going, okay, so do I move? Do I not move? And me rolling over going to wake her up? It is, doesn't matter. You know, no. I and we were in two different beds. We did wake up and look at the lamp, though, and go, (laughs) you see what I see? (laughs) But that's about, you know, so. 
But yeah, I've got to imagine that some of the stuff that you guys do and going in some of those buildings, it's got to play hell with your your health. I mean, yeah. do you guys ever go into a place where you, you should have respirators? Because, I mean, I'm sure that some oh, of those yeah. places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was um, St. Ignatius in Washington State. I'll never forget this. There was so much debris in that place because they had just had, like, massive flooding. Mm. And um, so this was like covered in debris and old paint and dust and dirt and all this stuff. And they also had a bat colony in their in their annex. So there were like 200 bats, like you know, flying around. And you know, you're walking in all that stuff. And I went to um, I went to go blow my nose because you know I was getting like sinus problems. And mm-hmm. it was what came out was a little cloud of dust followed by <laughs> blood. <laughs> oh so my I, god. Yeah, like, yeah, that was probably the worst that I've had um, from, you know, the, the elements in a, in a building. But it, it does. I mean, Nick and I have seriously both gotten sick. And, like, we've there's been a couple places where we end up with, like, um, I guess it's, like, mite bites on us, you know, oh, yeah. and, like, um, dust mites, you know. Um, yeah. We're yeah. both really – actually, I'm allergic to dust mites, and Nick is allergic to dust. So it's, like, oh, wow. the wrong career. You got your face Doing this shit, anyways. But mm-hmm. hey, uh, yeah. Katrina, we have a question here for you from Robin Kale. She would like to know: Do you cleanse after the lockdown? Yeah. So, excuse me. Um, as I've gotten older, um, I and I've realized, like, I, uh, I don't know. I guess you kind of like hit a point where you're like, oh crap, bad things actually do happen. You know, like, <laughs> um, I've. I make sure that I do do a lot more cleansing now. So it's not every time. It's more of the times where I kind of feel the residue of a place afterwards. And um, I'll do different things. Sometimes it's crystals. Sometimes it's sage. Sometimes it's just, you know, meditating. Um, Sometimes it it is having like a blessed object with me. Um, So I'm pretty like eclectic in my belief system. So I kind of use whatever just feels right to me at the time. Yeah, That's you, you know, um, unfortunately, Katrina, I know that you have to leave, and uh, the 45 minutes went so fast. Um, we'd yeah. love to have you back. If you're interested to come back again, um, I know we're going to have a lot of questions, and um, maybe at the end of the season or something, we can have you come back and join us. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. We can definitely set that up. Um, but thank you so much for having me on tonight. Oh, well, my gosh, I had such a good time. Like, yeah. I, I wish yeah. I have a migraine so yeah, I could I you know you're you're involved. you're oh. an awesome <laughs> you're an awesome guest and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to do that. But and she's also very knowledgeable. Yes, and, and that, that actually is, that is very intriguing. Yeah, and that helps because yeah. we we do sit here and go through a lot of stuff like show prep and afterwards we talk yeah. and and um it's really kind of hard to find somebody that you can have that kind of conversation right. with. So but thank you so much yeah. again oh. Katrina us and yeah, um, we will get all of you and um, maybe you know bring you on in a few months like I don't know maybe what's the weather is this December, December already oh my god December I know I know Christmas is around the corner and see our third year Yule for me yep Yule and, and you. our third year's coming up here in January mm-hmm. so yeah so oh, maybe congratulations we'll get, thank you thank you thank you so maybe yeah. somewhere in June or July we'll get a hold of you and I know it's summertime yeah. but we'll, we'll I'm up, we'll have you back, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to spend a mo- little more time because people are loving having you here. We've been yeah. watching all the uh Everybody the wants us to say stuff. hello to you for yeah. them, tell Aww. you that they, 
they some of them have actually um, gone to some of the places because of yep, you. Yeah, that you have and talked about. Yeah, David mm-hmm. Seiler had Aww. said it. It Trans Allegheny, I think, was one of them that he went to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, that's like yeah. my favorite place ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amy Kowalski is on here saying, Katrina, we love you. We love watching you. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Aww. Uh, knowledge goes a long way. I mean, there's so many people on here just saying so many good things about you and um, the whole thing. So thank you so much for joining us. And, guys, you know, we will yeah. have her back. She said yes, so we will have her back. So make sure that you guys uh, stick around. Katrina, please have a great holiday season and um, looking forward to seeing uh, the new episodes. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. I hope you guys have great holidays, too. And uh, the new mm-hmm. season starts tomorrow night on at on Destination America. So I hope you guys yeah. enjoy it. What time? What time? Do you know? Nine eight central, I believe. Okay. <laughs> That's That's America. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's nine. <laughs> All right, nine hey. o'clock. Um, so yeah. And do you have a website or something you'd like us to plug yeah, for you, quick? Yeah, any events? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. So I'm done my events for 2018. The next one is Midwest Parafest. And that's in May. And then I'm also scheduled to be at New Jersey uh, Peri-Unity Expo. That's also in May. Uh, so um, yeah. those are the next two on the books for me. Um, and all of that stuff is on my website, which, which is KatrinaWeidman.com. Um, and my last name is spelled like WeID Man, like you're getting carded by a hippie. So um, <laughs> it's easier to remember my name that way. So <laughs> I know it took me like 20 some years to figure that out. Everyone would ask me how my name is spelled. I'm like, oh, it's like getting carded by a hippie. Okay. So <laughs> that's cool. Well, we're um, gonna hit you up. We're gonna hit you up for next year so that you can join us at the Rochester Winter Parafest. I think you'd be it'd be great to oh have you God, there. Oh my God, that would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, guys, just let me know. We'll figure something out. And thank you again for having me on. Yeah. Thank you again, so much. You take care of yourself and have a good holiday, as I said. And uh, um, we wish you the best. Yeah. Take care. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Katrina. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, she is the best. She is, like, awesome. You know. I had such a good time. Yeah. Your head is killing you. It really is. The, it, the migraine, it's right behind your eyes? Yeah, well, it's right <gasps> here. Oh, it moved a little. And, and, Robert, you have helped. Don't Please don't think that you haven't helped. It's just moving. Thanks, Robin. Thank you. Thank you. So we've got a few minutes here before the next crew gets on here. We're actually talking to the haunted crew or haunted crew, right? Is, that, is it the haunted? Yeah, haunt me crew. Mm-hmm. And um, they have and a they, uh, they have a YouTube series um, that is um, awesome. Oh yeah yeah yes. Um, Hami is a web series following yes. the adventures of a team of young paranormal investigators um, as they explore their home state of Maine. So that's, that's awesome. where they're from. That's and, so uh, exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and you know Maine is steeped with they have a lot of history and and, and one of the original stuff. thirteen. Yes, exactly. A lot of ghost stuff happening, haunts and stuff like that. So it'll be great. They they've all collected um that just it's just nice to see young people too get out there. It's like you weren't here, but I interviewed the um um oh god now I can't even think of their names and I feel so terrible about it. Um, it was an all gay, um, ghost hunting crew. What? Yeah. And they, they were hysterical as well as, um, 
Oh my God, Ray. who is it? I want to interview them. We've we've had them on the show once, and we'll have to do it again. I can't. Yeah, because I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, they, they were awesome, and I can't think of their names all of a sudden. February but, um, will be my one-year anniversary. David Seiler says he's heading to the shower. Well, we needed to know that. Thank you so much for sharing. We'll see you later there, well, David. Have well, fun. now we're all visualizing you in the shower. Kids, Scrub a dub, dub, two men in a tub. I mean, David in the tub. <laughs> and uh, Have fun, David. Take that's care. Right. I right. wanted to ask David's question, but I kept. Oh, shit. He had a question. You kept, for... getting, you kept interrupting. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was about interviews. I'm sorry. Or in um, reviewing. Oh. How many people review investigations? Hmm. Because oh, for he them? just do, does it for him, for their yeah. team. So Robert White says, "Don't drop the soap." <laughs> Robin Kale said the same thing: "Don't drop the soap." That is They're hysterical. on the same wavelength, yes. and they both start with uh, R. James Kenny. That's funny. Um, you guys are crazy, but it's crazy great. like a wolf. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Good, thank you. How about hungry like a wolf? Okay. Okay, I hear you. I feel you. <laughs> that's that's a little more. That's it's a little more um, ambition than I've got right hungry at the. Like the wolf. Yeah. Hungry like the wolf. Got it. It's what is it? Um, hang on, let me think of the group. I can't see them. <laughs> Soap on the rope. Yep, you're Not right. Not wham. It's the other one. Lauren, dang, there are some warriors here. <laughs> Shooting at the walls of honey. Bang, bang. I am a warrior. Yep. <laughs> Crazy like a fox. You got it. Yeah. There's Mr. Crazy Eric. Like Hello. Thank you for joining us. Look at that no hairdo. Cindy, did you find your rocks? <laughs> not yet. It's no, not yet. Me cray cray. Yeah. And, uh,. Duran Duran. Duran Duran, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm like, it wasn't Wham, it was the other one. And I'm like, I want to say it twice. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yay, guys. Thank you, Michelle and I Heather and Ren. Yeah, everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I mean, this is... this is. Uh, well, no, they know that... Well, I'm saying thank you because they all answered my question. Oh, that. well, that's awesome. Of which group it was. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, so we're just waiting on our next guest to call in, and we are really excited about this. Wham, bam, Duran, Duran. Um, oh, wait, no... Oh. Oh, well, dang, there are some warriors here, not warriors. And Eric keeps getting kicked. Wait, what? He said he keeps getting kicked out of the feed, so I don't know. He's been having that problem for a little while, though. But um, Tell people to get off the Internet at your house. That's it, exactly. Get off. (laughs) Um, So so tonight, right after the show, um, shortly after the show, we will be going through and doing um, In the Dark with Ted on the way home. Um, I have found some, I told these guys when we do the, um, you have to join, if you want to join us after that, you have to become a member of Paratalk Radio fan club page and guest page. It's all one. Um, Just if you'd like to, we can have somebody, you know, put a post um, between Eric and and, uh, Robert. They can actually put a link on the Paratalk Radio page to join the fan club page. But if you want to join us on uh, In the Dark with Ted, then you have to be a member of that page, you know. And um, I told them that we're going to go Christmas lighting 
We're going to go drive around at night in the dark and find Tonight? some places. I found a couple of places on the way here to find Christmas lights. Some places that are oh, really fun. lit up really well, nice. They might, so. be co- they might have their lights turned off by then. By then, they might. But um, there are some places that I've already got in mind that I'm gonna, we're going to take one night, and I'm just going to drive around to where all the Christmas lights are and oh, actually fun. do a special episode of Christmas Lights on Paratalk Radio. Fun. Fan club page. Fun, fun, yeah. fun. Trying yeah, to keep the, the spirit alive. Keep the spirit alive. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And, you know, a fan club page, and we're over there, and we're doing our live feed over there. We talk about anything, everything, and, and it doesn't matter. So, yes, Sheila. Hello, Sheila. David, I see you're watching us. What, people turn their Christmas lights off? Yeah, they do. Some people yeah, do. Yeah, some people do. Yeah. Some people have to, you know, those big blow-up things, especially here in Ontario. We had... uh a few years back now, people were going around stealing the little motors out of all those blow-up things. Oh, were they really? Yes, they really were. So now people turn them off at night a lot of times oh, so and people take don't know the there, motors yeah. inside. Wow. Well, Michelle, you must have signed up because that's the only way you can get in there. They, you get uh, you get asked to enjoy. You can, you can actually yeah, ask to I, enjoy or... I'm the one who uh, allowed Eric to go into the into it, and I think... There's been a few others that, yeah. I've, that I've approved. Yeah. So you, all you really got to do is just a group page. You can go to the groups, and you can look for Paratalk Radio Fan Club and mm-hmm. guest page, and then ask to become a member, and someone will approve you. A lot of times it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, Robert and Eric, now that he's a new one, he should be doing it as well. So I I'm okay the, with doing that part. You like that part? I'm okay with approving people. Yeah, all you got to do is use your little finger. I just go beep, approved. Beep, approved. <laughs> so um, our commercial guy isn't here, so I'm not sure what we're going to do with that. I can probably run a commercial or two. I can hop over there quick. Where so, is the John? We're going to do at least one commercial here before those guys call. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. I'm hungry again. I had raviolis. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael Mahanger. Oh, my gosh. How are you? <laughs> Eric says, I get the feeling someone's watching me. Ah, <laughs> uh, you'll let me have the spotlight on him. On February 23rd and 24th, the 5th Annual Rochester Winter Parafest makes its way to the Valley Oak Event Center in Geneseo, New York. This year, they're raising funds for Operation Buildup, a 5013C nonprofit organization that helps our veterans with vehicles and more. You get the chance to meet and greet those from the hit television shows such as Make It In Afraid, Ghosts of Shepherdstown, The Haunting, Paranormal Survivor, and more. This two-day event will have vendors selling products such as the metaphysical, horror, paranormal, the unusual, products not so supernatural such as books, Lulro, paparazzi, essential oils, and more. You can even come in and get yourself a psychic reading. So for $15 per day or $20 for the full weekend pass, you can check out all the vendors, meet some TV celebrities, and maybe even gain a little knowledge of the paranormal. So February 23rd and 24th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day. The Rochester Winter Prayer Fest 5th Annual Event, Valley Oak Event Center, Geneseo, New York, at 585-243-0500. And tickets are available online at ticketleap.com 
and eventbrite.com. Eighties music, Heatherpedia. Which one are we talking about, Heather? Which one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, someone's yeah. watching me. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's watching me. I can't Can get you, no. I can't get no satisfaction. satisfaction. Yep. R E S P E C T. Find out what it means to me. So, um, and since we're we're waiting for um, our guests to call in here, um, I just want to say again, they are it's a, a YouTube um, sensation. They um, go through and they do their investigations, and, and they have their own YouTube live page, and it's called Haunt Me. Um, and Haunt there, they, there me, they are. They're actually me. calling, and they are from. Um, the state of Maine. Maine. So, um, <laughs> hello. 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 Hi. <laughs> How you doing? We are pretty good. How are you? Good. Now, now, how many we got with us? And tell us your names. All right. I'm Katie. Katie. Is it just one? Um, we should no, we should have time. One second. Let me see. I we tried to do like a call together kind of thing. So let me see if something's happening. Okay. Well you all individually can call that number. Yeah, we you have guys we can have enough all lines. Individually call the number. Yep. Yeah, we have enough lines. Okay, so I think we'll hang up and do that. Okay. So we'll let you do that and we'll we'll introduce that. you again then. Oh, you know what? <laughs> One second. Okay. Wait, here we go. I think I got it. You got it. There's a tie. <laughs> you just scared me. I did it. <laughs> okay, so we got So it's funny because Lauren's up here on our on, on the chat going, Well there's Katie and nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have Katie and Did you say Nick? Nope, and Ty. Katie and Ty. Ty. As in T-Y? T-Y. Or T-E. No, my brother's name is Ty. It's T-Y. So it's kind yeah. of funny. That's true. True for Tyler, but I killed him in high school. <laughs> you killed him in high school. Lord <laughs> yeah. have mercy. Does your mother know that? Yeah, she, she had to come to terms with it. He, she resurrects him for the holidays. And that's funny, though, because his that's real name is Tyler. Or, see, my brother's real name is Ty, as in Ty Harding, as in the actor. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. It's actually Ty, T-Y. Yep. That's cool. Yep. My cool. son has a friend named Ty, but it's short for, like, I can't remember. It's like Tyrone or something. Tyrone. Tyler, super capital, liver, cap, super, I can't say it. Never mind. Tyler, <laughs> super capital, fragilistic, expialidocious. We go. know the sounds of nice. like something Detroit. <laughs> he, he, he tries Does to this mean you're really excited for the sequel coming? Oh, no. Wait, say this again. What's that? What did she ask? <laughs> super oh, I said, 
Yeah, the Mary Poppins sequel. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it looks great. It does look like so much fun. Did you see the reviews, though, for the new Christopher Robin? Really? It no. It really? Yeah, it tanked. It looks really you know what sad. Um, Lion King is going to do a live one like, like yeah, that Jungle Book. Yeah, the new that one looks, looks good. good, yeah. But my, my, th- yeah, mm-hmm. my theory on the Christopher Robin is they should have made it a horror show. What? They should have made <laughs> it to where that would have been worth watching. Yeah. It's my food You're, that I ordered. My food? My food. <laughs> what kind of food is it? A food. Just tell me. Seafood, see? It's my food. I'm going to go eat some of it then. I'll climb <laughs> under here. He doesn't sub. want to tell me. It's a turkey sub. Oh, okay. All right. So, anyways, okay, so we have... Guys, let's let's concentrate here. We got. <laughs> You're telling me to concentrate. Yeah, I know it never works here. We have ADD, and that's why no, no. we're here. Yeah, so. the I'm mind. the king of tangents too. So get ready for the next 45 minutes or so. <laughs> Great, that's awesome. That's awesome. So okay, so we have Katie and Ty. Um, Who else from do we have? Hey, Hunt me. So it's just mm-hmm. the two of you. Yep, two of us. Carol is on mom duty tonight and is unable to make it. Uh, she's on mom duty. I know, she's long... being super responsible. <laughs> lawn like, duty? Lawn what duty? the fuck is lawn duty? Exactly. <laughs> oh, he said he made a lawn duty. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fun. Yeah, we, just, we keep her out front. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry about my swearing, but we are in the show, so... It's... Just don't let the kids listen. Yeah, there you go. Um... Amy says Kowalski said there's a Little Mermaid movie coming out. Mm-hmm. I a heard new that one? too. I think that's part of the plan. Like they're gonna do a live action Aladdin, and then they're gonna do a live action Little Mermaid. Like I think we're Not- getting a whole new eye on our beloved favorites. I think Lion wow. King too, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Lion King is gonna be awesome though. I love Lion King. I know. I'm oh, ready to re-cry over Mufasa. Like. I'm ready right. to do it. Real. And they're going like, to have right. James Earl Jones as the voice again, too. Again, so they're going to rip open that scar tissue. Uh, oh. I'm ready. They can't change Mufasa's voice. No, because that would suck. That would oh. ruin it. It would. Yeah. So it iconic. really would. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Robert says, has it ever occurred to anyone that every color is an EVP? No physical bodies, but vocals being heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Leave it to a guy in Australia to come up with that. That is hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. Hysterical. <laughs> um, Heather says there's no adulting here. Yeah. So no. just so you guys oh, know, yeah. Kate, I, we are, we are uh, um, rated R. Yeah, we're rated R, but we're kind of like kids, even though we're older. And um, ADD, ADHD, just um, look, there goes the spirit of a squirrel type thing. And uh, we just like to have fun. Well, good, because we do too. (laughs) That's kind of our style. There you go. So why don't you tell us, tell us who came up with Haunt Me? What what, was this, a cooperation? (laughs) I can't. It was definitely a cooperation. It feels like that sometimes. Um. A lot of collaborating going on. Uh, Haunt Me actually got started. Um, it was the brainchild of one of our friends, um, Ashton Brooks, brought us all together six years ago now, I think, Katie. Um, I think and, it's actually seven. 
seven years because we're on season six. That's right. So seven years ago, um, we all came together uh, from different disciplines, and our friend Nick Nordforce, who's the producer for our show, uh, had just graduated film school in NYU. And so Ash and Carol and I had gone on ghost hunts before, um, and she was like, let's, you know, let's give Maine a, a bit of a voice that it, it hasn't had yet in the realm of the paranormal. And so that's right. how I met Katie um, and a few other people. And then since then, we've been touring around uh, the state of Maine mostly. Um, and then with the exception of a few field trips that were super special for us um, and really kind of giving light to some of the more paranormal and uh, overlooked places that really should be, you know, highlighted on in the paranormal field. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've got Stephen King in the state, so uh, it definitely deserves some light. Maine is classically old school horror. It's like super old, right on the ocean. I mean, Lovecraft wrote in in Rhode Island, but it's like basically staying vibes, and we have Stephen King here, so it only made sense to go ghostly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely the Stephen King. Oh, hail Stephen King. Yeah, like every yeah every story set in Maine for a reason, you know. Absolutely, yeah. we're really hoping he watches the show one day. <laughs> we're really hoping he's on the show one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, how freaking awesome would it be to go on a ghost hunt with freaking Stephen King? That would be Stop cool. It, it would That'd be, be the best. Would be I, I wouldn't super, survive the night. Cynical. There's just no. I feel like he'd want, he'd like doubt everything. I'd love it. It'd be, great. It'd be awesome. <laughs> He's imagined worse than we've ever seen. So, I mean, it would be definitely an amazing <laughs> experience. <laughs> that is wild. That would okay. Be awesome. So, all right. We know that, so we know that one of you is on child duty. So, but can you tell us now you guys are a younger team. Like what do they mean by younger? Are you guys like in your twenties? Well, thank you. Uh, I just crossed the bar <laughs> into into the, the third decade of my life. But when we started this out, um, we were we were definitely super young. We were the the paranormal kids, as some of the the older guards uh, refers to us. I think I was twenty three when we started this game. Um, wow. Yeah. Fresh out of college, looking for something a little bit left of center to do. Um, and explore, and it just fell into my lap. So I think we we still tend to skew a little bit on the the younger side of um, the paranormal, but um, I actually just gave a lecture at my college this past October, and there was a bunch of, you know, between 18 and 21-year-olds there looking how to start, and, oh, my God, it made me realize that I got old (laughs) somewhere along the way. We're not not the babies anymore. Oh, that's hysterical. Wow. I'm sitting here thinking that you're an old fuck. I am an old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah that that just means that you're knowledgeable. 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You still think it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Y2K happened last New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> well, I, you know, the knowledge that if, if you're old, that just means that you've got more paranormal experiences under your belt. Yeah. Right. That, just, that is true That's because true. Um, if you just turn 30, I have, Two years. I, I've already had two years in the paranormal field. More than yeah. your age. More than your age. Two more. Than oh, your age. <laughs> that's good. Hold on to the experience then. Pass it down to people like us. Yeah. Well, yes. 
that's what Paratalk Radio is all about, is corroboration and, and just working with other people. and uh, Collaborations. Collaborations, yeah. Just, we, we, in fact, in, in New York, we are trying to start our own um, way of getting all the teams to work together, maybe sharing the same uh, type of way of recording their experiences and so on and so forth, because we do believe that that's what we need to do to move forward in the field. Yeah, that's beautiful that's because idea. we really agree with that. Um, and I feel like you might like the upcoming season six of Haunt Me then because we have the same idea and it was a really, it was a really cool idea that we all came up with to, I think every episode, Katie, except for the finale, has a guest car from the field to come share their, their styles, their tactics, and their knowledge with us so that we can all kind of grow together. And that's what season six nice. of our show is going to be about. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's really you exciting are... that there's two different disciplines, uh, you know, all working alongside each other. And you know, and so so how many? I gotta ask. I mean, since I'm an old fart, and uh, oh god, he's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really didn't. I don't really think Ted is an old fart. Yeah, I'm, I said fart. You said <laughs> fuck. That that's just wrong. Anyways, um, but anyways, as an old fart goes, <laughs> um. <laughs> And I'm not going to say it like I don't have no teeth. But uh, it, you guys use uh, some of the old school techniques then still or no? Katie, I'll let you take that one, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I feel like <clears throat> as we age and become less of, like, you know, of a numerical youngness, I feel like we're still, like, pretty young in our mindset when it comes to paranormal investigation because I feel like we're super – experimental and kind of naive and almost like the best ways because you know we're less like cynical about certain types of I don't know I just feel like we're kind of young in that way and that we can have a new approach to looking at evidence which is really exciting and so and that's what taking, you have what's that Say what? it's what you should have it's what you should have yeah yeah so not being like set in any certain definitive answer on anything. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And so with like that kind of mindset, we've taken like old techniques and we've kind of expanded on them in certain areas, especially for the next season that's coming up. You'll see Ty use tech in like a, in a pretty new way. Um, and, but we hmm. also go a little bit older and we kind of use metaphysical techniques that were, you know, done in the, early 1700s to communicate with spirits to try to just run the gamut not rule anything out um and and that's a lot of success yeah i want to it, it's by really running that gamut that's important too because if you just hone in on one end of the spectrum you're missing out on everything else that you know you're not willing to look at yes right. absolutely I think he dressed up like a woman well, i was gonna say he, in a pretty new way, you said, "Hey, you know what?" what see I, tie in a pretty new way. Yeah, but see, tie, <laughs> see tie pretty or something. So I wanted to. <laughs> so I said, they dress them up in drag. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, we to kind of go along with that. It was funny because I was thinking about it. We interviewed Stitches, and we were talking about he's a horror clown. A horror, horror clown. A horror clown. And horror clown. Uh, yeah. he, I mean, I've you seen know, he. The movie, yeah, he he. But the same he, stitches. Yeah, he does yeah, yeah, he yes, he does, and so he dresses that way when he investigates, and and you know, would like to figure out what kind of reactions he gets, you know. So it's it's not always um, 
Oh, well, now I lost my train of thought. That's what happens when you get old. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. Oh, the reactions, today. you know, because you never know. I mean, it, it's like getting three people sitting down on the floor, and you all, you know, ask for EVPs, you know, and you're asking questions, and you all ask the same question, and you know, seeing which Different. what the spirit answers, who the spirit oh, answers, or right. what the answers may be, and. You know, it's one of those things. It's like it, it's okay. So if if they can do it that way, verbally, what or audibly, audibly, she says, I can't talk, and I'm telling you, <laughs> tongue in front of my eye teeth, and I can't see what I'm saying. Right. You get it. I do. And okay. And uh, <laughs> so it's it's more like you know, so visual as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you have mm-hmm. to remember all that. But as an old school, I was I was thinking like, do you guys use balloons? Do you guys? Um, use cards? Do you use, you know, dice? I mean, what do you try to incorporate some of the old school techniques, strings, bells, so on and so forth as well? Totally. We've actually done all of that. (laughs) Everything you just named. Um, We use tarot cards really regularly, but, um, and we've, and Ty has incorporated runes into um, our investigation tactics as well but you do see us using like bells on strings on the doors and, you know, we did that nice place that we went to and we put uh, flour all over the floor and they were really, really happy about us doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Hoping for footprints. So so I'm going to interrupt you now. So Ty, listen up here. Let let, let the old man teach you a trick. I'm ready for it. All right. So before you take your flower Wait, and put you it all over, you could just get Ted's book, and he could he could learn you a lot. <laughs> learn you a lot. Learn you a lot. <laughs> There's some speaking for you. <laughs> Anyways, um, take yourself some either wax paper and put that on the floor, and you know because you can get a good size roll, and then just mask and tape it. Mask tape it. I can't even talk. I'm mask. telling you, mask. Tape it to the floor. Masking tape. Masking it. tape it. Yeah, say that three times fast. Masking tape it. That, masking tape it. Masking tape it. Was that fast? <laughs> yeah. She nailed it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, then put your flower down. That way you can just roll it all up, and then it won't go all over the floor. Well, I remember. If I remember right, we did giant trash bags. Yeah, you did trash bag. So well until two o'clock in the morning when we cleaned up, and I no longer cared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it went everywhere. There was flour everywhere. That yeah. is Sunny at the four o'clock in the afternoon, I was like a meticulous scientist to make sure it didn't go anywhere. Exhausted and just scared out of my mind at two a.m., I just threw it. Right. That was well, awesome. there's so many old school techniques that you guys can use, and you know, so I just there's stuff like that. Um, the tin foil, you know, like a doorway. Yeah, you put your, the tin foil on your head. No, you do not. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's or whatever it is. Right. You, uh, you no, put, con- so the aliens don't contact you. Duh. Oh, so they can't read your mind. Right. Yeah. Duh. duh. No, you put the tin foil on the floor in the doorway, and basically you get yourself some shaved magnet, and you just sprinkle that as a line across the doorway, and then that way, if something is said to go in and out of the doorway, the magnet should react to it. And then you just roll it up and throw it away. Or dump I it love that idea. It. Thank you for that one. I, I haven't, we haven't done that one yet. We, um, our, our old school uh, techniques kind of, uh, when, when it all started, 
Katie kind of had held down the uh, the bell curve of the magic side of everything, and I kind of held down the other side of with tech, and the other investigators fell somewhere in the middle. And so whenever we did something, you know, very old school, it was either an antiquated form of tech, like, you know, something physical that we could quantify, or, you know, an almost forgotten type of magic that, you know, incorporating uh, crystals before they had, you know, re research that they have in, in recent years and, and Katie's spells. And most importantly, Katie had developed a, a way to contact spirits who were too shy to vocalize or make themselves known. And um, the way that she reads tarot cards, she actually reads them for the spirits within the location that we're at, um, which is, it's kind of, it's eye-opening in a way that it works as a great radar system. So you kind of know what you're working with, Peach, almost before you can get those vocalizations or um, or responses at all. It's really awesome. Yeah, that's, that's different. Awesome. That's different. Yeah, they cool. often, like, will tell the story of the spirits around us, and I find mm-hmm. that, like, able to, like, share their story with them helps them, like, form a trust with us, and so we get a little more evidence that way instead of just, like, arbitrarily asking questions. Right. Absolutely. Right. It gives you, like, a leg up, you know, a, a good conversation starter instead of having to go into a house and just being like what's your name are you here are you a boy or a girl katie can do like a you know 15 minute reading and be like okay three older women they don't want to talk to us because there's some dude here so let's get rid of him first and then when you tell the dude to just basically back off the ladies are like okay let's do this and then that's a ghost hunt start nice that's amazing When he when he was saying that, all I could think of was like, you know, for asking questions, you know, a normal thing when you're doing your investigating, all I could think of is like, okay, you know, what's your name? Are you a boy or a girl? Can you go in the fridge and grab me a beer? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> goals, right? Man, right. Goals. Right. Goals. goals. That's right. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because, you know, here's Eric. He was in response. He's saying, uh, here's one thing I always thought it was weird to put a tip, put, what is that? was to put tinfoil hat on your head because they used it on an antenna so on the TV. You used to use tinfoil tin foil on the antenna on the to antenna help to yeah, tune it in. Right. So if you put it on your head. I don't know how you know that, Eric, because you're way too young for that. I know. I, he is young, and I don't know how he knows that either. I don't know but. how he knows that. And then Lauren is, is just saying different metals and crystals have a different effect on energy, which is exact. True. Very much so. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Katie's so, an expert on, on those types of, of compounds for sure. Yeah, that's we'll make cool. Well, altars gonna... depending on what we need with certain crystals. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Well, I I was going to share with you one more little thing that you could use. Yeah. Uh, Compliment Paratalk Radio. Get yourself three uh, three magnetic balls, okay, little balls, and a balloon. And then you take and you on the floor, you put the balloon in the center, and you take the three magnet or four magnetic balls. You put one in the north, one in the south, one in the west, one in the east, and leave them about a foot, foot and a half out, so they you know can't come back together. And then when you ask your questions, ask it to do something. When they go to reach for the balloon, those metal balls or magnetic balls should move or react. So there's another one for you. Hmm. Cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Anything like lo-fi like that, you know, is really handy, especially if you're in a place like one, some of the places that we went in last season, especially, um, you know, if you're in a, a place that is 
said to be like popularized by colonial ghosts of the 1700s, then it hasn't been visited by paranormal investigators before. You don't want to blast in there with your REM pods and your K2 meters and anything with a siren because that's it. You're done. But if you go in there with like a balloon and magnets, yeah, that's a little bit more approachable. Right. Oh right. my gosh. So, so one of our, <laughs> one of our good like fans, Eric says, LOL, when our children's children do ghost hunting and they ask, are you a boy or a girl, man or woman? You'll hear, did you just assume my gender? <laughs> That's good. That means that you have a contemporary ghost and you probably want to talk to them. <laughs> They're right. more enlightened than the rest of the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of those, the, a lot of things that I could tell you with old school paranormal techniques is stuff that, like what Cindy was saying, yes, I do. Some of that stuff is in my book that came out in December of last year. I can't believe it's been a year. Oh my I god, my either. book came Holy out. Um, flashlight well, recording comfortable Thank you. So normally we play the uh commercial for it, but we didn't. So flashlight recorder and comfortable shoes. Um but is available. Benson. Yep, it's it and, is available. And um Keith Spratley. Thank yep. you. He's uh over in the UK. And uh the new one is um gonna be coming out hopefully soon too. And it's actually that one is full of ideas and old school and uh actually some new new things as well and it's called uh think outside the paranormal box so that one will be available soon too so i might just have to send you guys a copy each just for fun so you have them would love it definitely add it to our paranormal library for sure i love devouring stuff like that that's cool that's cool so, so would you say that your your techniques are mostly old school then yeah. yes 99 percent Mm-hmm. I don't use cool. gadgets. That's really, I think there, there's a good, you know, there used to be a stigma about that. You know, it had to show up on a K2 meter or it wasn't worthwhile. And I'm really glad that the community as a whole is kind of smartening up and moving away from that. Yeah. Gadgets aren't so completely reliable. And I just don't necessarily always, I'm, I, I watch some of these shows and I sit here and go, who are you flogging trying to bullshit here? That's yeah. every time you go to a doorway, this one device goes off. Yeah. That makes me think there's something wrong with the device. Right. It's only geared yeah. toward doorways. Right, right. <laughs> well, right. I, well, I think also the important thing to remember too is a lot of people put the importance on technology because they think that, you know, it's more reliable than say like a psychic or, or Katie's tarot cards. Um, because right. they're, it's it's an object and they can't have an opinion. It's impartial. But, you know, like these objects have to be operated by people and people aren't impartial. People have agendas. Right. And so they're not any more reliable than a psychic reading her cards. It's just, right. it's all about trust. And that's really what we ask for from the people who watch our show is, you know, we're going to go out on the limb on a lot of different angles. And if you want to go on the, on that limb with us, we'll show you a good adventure. Yeah, I mean, and I agree with you. That's why with certain things when I investigate with, with like, uh, people use the um, dowsing rods, you know, and how they're used, and you have to hold them. I don't. I put them in that that foam, that styrofoam blocks that you put your fake flowers in, or I build some two-by-fours on a chloroform, or, yeah, and, or I put them in two-by-fours or a four-by-four chunk. I just drill the holes, and I set them down inside there and let 
you know, the them spirits work. if they want. Yeah, let them work without any human interaction whatsoever. It's the same with a pendulum. It's put on a hook, you know, and it sits there. And if it wants to move, it moves on its own. Do, do it's they not work, done... though? You know what's well, an awesome pendulum hook? Um, those little wooden things that hold your bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the second person. That's totally what I was using. Yeah. Perfect. It's the perfect height. Right. And, you know, there are things like um, I can't say that every technique works. I can't say that. The only reason, so spirit just made me think, like, but it needs some kind of reactivity. And it was making me feel like dowsing rods need the liquid I know that sounds weird. I don't know why I just heard this, but they were making me think that the dowsing rods needed a liquid surface to make them work, which would be our blood. Yeah, well, we could could do that. Actually, work. Well, see, here's a thought. Now that you brought that up, there is something we could do. We can actually place the bottom of those in water because all you have to do. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? You could yes. place them in water because that's a sponge. First off, as long as that right. the styrofoam sponge, it could sit there in a Perfect. plate of water. But but the liquid isn't moving. I know, well the. I would hey, also it, I would it, also caution if you're going to go back to those esoteric methods of, of dowsing rods. They were originally meant to find water, um, so I would if you put them over water as a holder, they might just spin out. I saw, I was on a hunt once where someone was using them on a boat, um, and they thought, you know, they were like, it's going wild in here, and it's like, well, we're also on the ocean, like it's literally finding all the water, like it's it's all around you. Yeah, so. they were used. Water, they were used for finding yeah. oil back in the day. Um, they were actually witch finders prior to that. So, I mean, there was a lot of things that they were used for, but if, if all I'm saying is, is that if you, if you want to get a little closer to having fact, you know, or reliable reaction, you have to take it out of the hands of the, the people that are using a meeting. It can't be in our hands because we know scientifically that the electrical, electrical impulses that we have in our body that make those things move. And it also takes it out of the chance of somebody actually faking it you know what i mean but i don't so. so i guess i i don't ever why would anybody want to fake it i mean i understand that there is why why does why does anybody lie oh my it's god well, I, I have definitely investigated with a team that just kept cell phones in their pockets the whole time and faked a shitload of electrical evidence yeah. with k2 yeah people that's why i say don't take cell phones that's why i say do not yeah, take cell phones leave them in the car yeah, Interesting. people love to fake evidence. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, you don't need it. Uh, you're not. We're literally trying to figure out other ways to dial the other side that doesn't use the cell phone. So to put it, you put it away. If you need it as a watch, you put it on airplane mode, and you know, end. And when me and Katie were on that that investigation, we were actually our, we were team members. I remember being in the dark and just like seeing Katie's side eye, and it's like, yep, Candy Crush is that important right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it, see, I, I, I do it, and the, people don't understand why I do it, and whether I get a reaction or not, I'm in this field for a reason, and I do it because I want to know. I'm trying to get to a conclusion here. I'm trying to get to answers, and I want to know more, and I keep pushing forward. And if, if it takes me to sit down in a house by myself with my stupid gadgets, as in, 
you know, dowsing rods and a couple pieces of wood or the sponge and my balloons and my magnets and, and ha- me not touching any of that stuff. And I get no reactions. Oh, well. But that gives me uh, answers. People say, well, how does it give you answers? Well, you know what? They didn't work at all this way. And the hundred times I've done it, I got no reaction. So it tells me something. You know, but I, I would rather have no human influence on the tools that I use. It, it's right. old school. It's it's the best way you can set up your cameras to watch everything and and just go from it. But that's me. You know, I don't put down anybody uses you know whatever tools they want. But let's if everybody was to do exactly the same thing in every case. All right, and and that some would become got, boring though. Well, it'd be boring, but some people would get the reactions they would think. Some people wouldn't. And what happens if the same people do it at the same place all the time, and the reactions are different. Well, then it's not even different than what I do. If I go in there and I use the old school paranormal stuff, and I don't get any reactions, and I'm doing it over and over to the same as they are, what's the difference? You know, we're all getting the same I, conclusion. I think that's a cool idea, moving it closer to becoming a science if there's a standardized way to do everything. The well, hard have. part is that, like, <laughs> the hard part is that not everything works for everybody because the other side kind of seems like Jello. You know, like I could sit down and listen to the way Katie does a tarot card reading, and then I do it, and it's gonna flop like ten out of ten times um, because that doesn't. I'm not set to that frequency. So like mine, I had to find my own, and it was Viking runes, and that's where I'm at. So, like, it's hard to quantify things mm. in this field, and, and our job is to do the best we can with or without that human element because sometimes so, you need that. I've got to interject because I have a totally different idea. I, I was it, just going to say, too. Go, Katie. I'm on a totally different wavelength than both of you. Um, I actually subscribe a little bit more to, like, Bill Nye's kind of thinking when it comes to, like, paranormal um he's done a bunch of investigations and he kind of goes off of different type of quantum physics theories with different dimensions and there's hundreds of different theories about different dimensions but i kind of just as like an umbrella idea feel like sometimes we are connecting with different things in the same areas using different techniques because different techniques work for different dimensions that we're connecting with somebody in Um, and that they're not necessarily just a ghost every time that they are something else that they're not a creature either they're literally like a human energy form but they're just like in an alternate space and time (laughs) so so my thinking I think we've run into little, stuff like that too, right, Katie? Yeah, I have like I have evidence that like has led me to this. Not just reading Bill Nye and a ton of quantum physics all over all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Cindy has So I also have yes, a different Cindy. kind of way of, like like I like the idea of it being and being able to use like science and and things like that. But you have to even think like this, that, you know, after scientists did some of the same things for millennia, there was one guy that said, oh, hey, what if I did this thing just a little differently? And they came up with better results. So science has been tweaked 
over the years. Oh, yeah. No, and, no. I and, agree. And, and you need those differences. You need those things that are different. You need those people that will do things differently. Yes, we can collect data, but you can't, you can't just make it all the same. So I totally think that we have to have, because that's what keeps creative minds going. No, right? I totally, I, I totally agree. Yes. What did you say, Katie? I'm sorry. No, I just said 100%. I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody should do it their own way. A great, a great example of that, though, is you know, I'm I got to give massive props out to uh, Carl Pfeiffer and Connor Randall um, because an example of what you guys are talking about, which is ethically important to this field, is time and mm-hmm. time again you see people using spirit box. They use it the same way. They use it again, like over and over and over again, and you know it's there's a standard to how the spirit box is used. And it's like, Cindy, it's like what you're talking about is that that doesn't make progress. That makes perfection. And progress comes when you have, you know, people willing to take risks and create a variant. And that was Carl right. and Connor um, teaching us how to take the spirit box and do something called the Estes method with it, which, you know, created a spirit box that is more trustworthy and create, gets you next level communication for whatever reason. Um, it just, it works better. And if they hadn't, you know, created that variance, um, if they had stuck to tried and true methods and, and, you know, not worried about experimenting at all, we would not have something like the Estes method. We wouldn't be able to elevate the Estes method to the next level. Um, they'll mm-hmm. plug for a haunt me season six right there. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, and so on. It's all about people, learning how the field works as a foundation and then riffing off of it and putting their own personal spin on it and then being able to um, quantify why that works and not, you know, back it up with, with logic. Katie, you're absolutely right. He says quantum five too many times or quantum. He does. (laughs) He's into it big time. But I love that you use the word quantify, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think think it's great. I'm just picking on the boy. No, I know, but but he actually is kind of like... You know why quantified is in Ty's mind? Because he watched that Justin Trudeau speech today. That's why it is. It is. Oh, my God. It totally is, where he's talking about the gray matter, the gray area. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bless Trudeau. You know, I just think that everybody in the field needs to do it their own way. I agree. Everybody has to bring yeah. something to the table. And that's why I say that with the paranormal, we all have a gift. We all have something that we can bring. And that's why I like doing certain mm-hmm. things. But for me, as an individual, I would rather use the techniques that I know that I have that will wield me the answers that I'm looking for versus a gadget that I have no way of knowing it's actually performing what it says it does. Correct. So for myself, I would rather use a balloon and some magnets versus a ghost box. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? That, Are you that's like me. analog all around? Like, do you still like not love cell phones and you're like into cassettes I and VHS? I, I don't use a cell phone for my investigations. I do own one. In fact, I'm using it now. I have a laptop. I like the new, some of the new stuff. I like the EDI, to be honest with you. This is just um, for investigating. Yeah, well, just for investigating, yeah. I, use, cool. I, use, I use a flashlight, a digital recorder, and my balloons. Maybe a handheld you gotta camera. Go back, you you got to go back to an analog recorder then. 
Just keep backing well, it up. If, I do have one. I do have one. So the problem Good. is is that I'm older and my hearing doesn't work as well, so the volume on that <laughs> oh. thing doesn't get up. Oh, no. <laughs> When you get the miracle ear, my friend. Yeah, you get the get the listening. Get, your, get, the, get listening. the hunting. Yeah. Get the hunting ones that you yeah. can put in your ear and. Yeah. So, but you know, then again, you're getting a, a an analog tape that you're gonna have to flip every so often too. So, and I don't feel like carrying around a bunch of tape, but it, I do. I do like the the digital recorder. That's one thing that I do like. You mm-hmm. know. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, Robert White oh. and comfortable shoes. I was just, I, I, thank you, Robert, because I literally have been having that in my head. Seriously. Lori, Lauren says, well, let me see. Let's back up here. If he says, he says uh, Lauren says, um, the problem of understanding the unseen is there is rules Woo, the unseen must follow, Sorry. but mortals don't and cannot have the pers- perceptive. Yeah, the perceptive that the dead unseen has. Well, I think that's why we're all here and doing what we do. It's getting a better understanding of what those rules might be on the other side. Um, right. The, 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 the gatekeeper theory is that, yeah. you know, they, why we get cryptic answers that are near to our questions but not direct is that they have to figure out a creative way to skirt around uh, answering us directly. Um, is one theory, and I'm reading a book right now uh, that talks about the the dead on the other side need um, uh, representatives on this side, and if you don't find your correct representative, they cannot speak in a thoughtful form to us. Um, very interesting, uh, unique idea is that you have to find the right representative to match the spirit on the other side. That's kind of unfounded, but I thought it was really cool because I'd never read about it before. Um, right. And then it goes back to Katie's dimensional idea is that it's not just the other side, it's other sides, plural. Oh, yeah. And then trying right. to figure right. out which one you're tapping into at any given time and the rules that associate with that. Yeah, I agree with that. that there, that's why I think, with, well, back to what I said earlier, it's like everybody can bring something to the table until we can actually get everybody that's has the experience and knowledge in every single one of these things together in one room and actually sit down mm-hmm. and put this to where we can all get a piece of it to, you know, think about. Right. You know, to have, to roll that, around in their mind. You know, we're, we're kind of stuck. A, a fight the same that, I, thing. that would be a fight that I definitely want to watch, eating popcorn like Cardi B at the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but literally, I mean, you have to understand that, I mean, there are paranormal lectures and conventions where people get together and they throw their ideas at each other, but nobody can ever, you know, agree. And that's okay. That's all right. You don't have to always agree because there should be, oh, we can agree to disagree, which is great. But if this field is ever going to advance, if this field is ever going to move forward, then what we know has to be shared. What we think we know has to be shared. And it has to be put down to where every single person in this field can understand. That's the other problem that we're having in the field right now, is that there's a lot of people that don't understand what other people are doing. There's no reasonings. There's no understanding. And it, and it sucks for some people. It really does. Like um, me right now. With, with your migraine. migraine. I get it. And so it, there's a lot out there when it comes to the paranormal, not just ghost hunting, not just you know Bigfoot hunting and 
but the unknown, the supernatural. Hey, kids, when I started out, it was called the unknown, not paranormal. <laughs> you know, so um, it's it's one of those things. And people like yourselves, and I'm going to give you some kudos here. It's like I, I, I think it's great that you guys have a show, a web show that's, that, that's great and it's working for you guys. You guys are able to get in there and put your two cents in because you should. I think anybody that's in this field should be able to, you know, put in what they discover yeah. or what their desires are, or what they're looking for, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Everybody has something to offer. My my bestie in Arizona actually told me about these guys. She loves she loves you guys. She loves yeah. watching you guys. Oh. Yeah. So, that's awesome. And, and, that is awesome. And as, <laughs> as far as having the YouTube show, too, and, and being open to uh, critique, uh, there's something really – beautiful that shows up when you have a, a YouTube comment section on everything that you've ever done in the paranormal field is that people don't really hold back when they have uh, criticisms or differing opinions oh, yeah, to it's share. So if you want to talk about paranormal unity and idea sharing, just feel free to open up any one of our video comment sections. <laughs> it's called para-unity. That's called para-assholes. There you go. <laughs> A pair of assholes. Did you know? Did you know that I look better last season than I did this season? <laughs> because wow. now I, I do. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I, I would love YouTube for comment somebody, section. Yes, it, right now. Listen, right now, I literally have my green um, winter hat on my head. I'm freezing, and I have a migraine, so I'm not my normal self tonight. But I oh. could imagine. If this were a YouTube t- uh, video and I was wearing my hat, I know that I would get comments about, Cindy, you look terrible or blah, blah, blah. Like, and my, my, my whole answer would be, fuck off. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's usually how we feel between like 2 and 4 a.m. when we're still on camera trying to form complete thoughts. And, <laughs> and people are like, you, you look gross. It's like I've been up for 24 hours and I'm still trying to talk smart. Um, I'm sorry that I'm the sweatiest <laughs> I've ever been in my whole life. <laughs> but but here I am. In an abandoned building with no and in a bit, I'm covered in cobwebs and probably lead dust. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't look my best. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we get that, too. We we get that a lot. We used to get, um, oh, because man. we're on a Thank delay, you. we would get, why do you always cut these people off? Or, you know, you're rude and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, it, you don't understand. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know, it's just whatever. We, we, I, I taught Ted to have that attitude because he was very upset about it. And I was about at one these, time, yeah. About these people that would say stuff. I'm like, why are you going to let them bother you? Yeah. Why? Why let them get to you? Well, and you that's just because you feel know. bold as hell behind a computer, you know, synonymous, and you're just like out there being rude. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, it's very empowering when you're when you don't have to. You're not the one sharing ideas or yeah. You know, and when no like one's Katie. there to respond to you. Right. I, Katie I, comes out with a ton of metaphysical uh, techniques before it was even somewhat popular in the field and so like those early comments are just like she's a witch <laughs> yeah fine with it yeah yeah and you know for us i mean we've come to the point now i mean it's more so cindy than myself i mean i do care about certain things because i'm all about the numbers for the radio show 
And where she's not, she's like, you know, and she goes, she likes the fact that she's able to say what she wants to say, and she enjoys the guests. And Cindy doesn't have a filter sometimes, so ha- things happen, and that, that's the way it is. And I worry more about the numbers, but it comes to a point where, and she's absolutely correct, it's like you can't please everybody. So screw I, them, I, I literally, you know? I literally live by this thought process. It's none of my business what other people think about me. That's I literally live my life like that. I can't I can't go into somebody else's mind and think for them. Why am I going to worry about what comes out of their mouth or their fingers or anything else? Right. I can only worry about what I think and feel and how I carry myself and what I think about others. Yeah, and and then I kind of turn it around because haters are going to hate no matter what. So now when and people, bullies are going to bully. Yeah, so basically what I come Especially down to when is they when think sh- shit like that happens, I usually write a comment myself, and I usually say, hey, haters will make you famous. That's true. We need yeah. a lot more haters. Can you people just make some stuff up about <laughs> us? Just start spreading the rumors. Cindy, I really agree with your idea and your mentality because – in the beginning, it was hard for us, but then what Haunt Me became is it's a show about where we spend, or six or four friends spend one night in a notable haunted location. And our viewers are invited to come along on that one night with us, whether they want to or not. And our viewers are great um, in the fact that they know that they're going to get us and our truest selves with no bravado. And, right. and no facade whatsoever. And that's what we, you know, try to honor each time is that you're going to get the purest form of, of Katie every time that she's on an investigation. And that's what you're signing up for if you're a Haunt Me viewer. Right. 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 Well, and that's what you get here. I mean, we, we tell people, we're polite enough to say, hey, in the beginning, if you've never listened to us, you've never been on here, this is how we are. We are straightforward. We are fun. We worry about that more than anything else because we want it to come across. And we tell what's on our mind. And we, if we swear, we swear. So we say to you guys, anybody that's our guest, feel free to be yourself. If you swear, you swear. It doesn't matter. I mean, this is, this is a no-holds-barred show. We like to get to the, to the facts and to the bottom as much as we can. And that means that sometimes things are going to fall out of Cindy's mouth, and sometimes it may fall out of my mouth, but Mm -hmm. at least we're telling you exactly how we feel. And listen, just so you are aware, it is not just me that's unfiltered. Ted has some unfiltered (laughs) moments himself. Not a chance. (laughs) All right, so let's get to a couple of things here now. Lauren was just saying... um, And Lauren was just saying, sexy psychic guru Cindy. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, I'm going to go back one to Heather Palermo saying some guy eating Cheetos and underwear in his parents' basement wanting to troll because they hate other people because there is no retribution other than banning. Um, And then we go from there to my philosophy is it's none of my business what people say of me and think of me. I am what I am and I do what I do. I expect nothing and accept anything and it makes life so much easier. Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. That was... Nothing. That was Anthony Expect Hopkins nothing. saying that. Wait, what? what Anthony was... Hopkins said it. Mr. Mr. Lauren just yes, posted from what exactly, Anthony Hopkins said. That's yeah. exactly where I got it from, is Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yep. So. That's exactly where wow. I got it from. <laughs> yeah. 
But let's get back to the topic at hand, your your show, because we really, really want to help you. My hand. We want to we want to promote <laughs> your show to our listeners as well, because I know the majority of them have never heard of you, and I just uh, I I want them to understand that you guys are filming a show that you're on your third season now. Is that what you said? Six. Sixth season. Sorry, sixth Six. season. Please try to pay attention. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, sixth show or season. And um, please check them out. I, I've checked out a couple of the shows um, quickly and before we were on here, which was cool. And I really do like the way they do things. Um, I also brought up that prior to them being on the show tonight, I was telling Cindy uh, just tonight also that there is another show called um, Queer Ghost Hunters, and they are a younger group as well. Um, they just all yeah, happen to be LGBT, and they are a great show as well, and they're also a, a YouTube uh, sensation as well. So check out both of them, and um, because I give I a really thumbs do... up to the queer ghost hunters, I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, you know the thing is, is like I I like some of this stuff. I it's funny that TV doesn't actually pick up shows like yours or theirs and because of oh, ratings. Oh, yeah, they don't want anything different. Yeah, exactly. God forbid. Yeah. Yes, we've heard. So yeah, the thing no. is, is from some of the big names, like well, um, people that have had their own TV shows, like right. Grant Wilson has been pitched many shows, many shows. Yep. That, that, that are just like creative and out of the, uh, not the storybook, happy right. yellow brick road. And it's, they had no interest. a little off off the beaten path yeah. and they don't want to hear anything of it. I so. pitched a show because um, I was, I was on paranormal survivor with, you know, through our house media, I pitched a show as well. And, um, I got no response. I mean, and I think, and I'm nobody famous, but I, I still pitched the show, but I think there's a lot of people out there that do have ideas that could help this, whether it be on TV or not. And I, the whole point I was getting to is that I commend you guys for having a YouTube series that people are watching and enjoying and hopefully learning from. Because that's why this stuff should be out there is to to learn and to share. Right. Thank well, you. we feel the same way, so thank you yeah. for saying that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's why Paratalk Radio is here. Because right. we like to share. We like to. Well, Cindy whores like us to, out a lot, but yeah, you know, I like we, to whore us out. Yeah, so we share ourselves. <laughs> we share. We share what I we feel. I tell everybody to share us because we like it. Yeah, we we. <laughs> We like to be able to express ourselves and tell people from the paranormal field or whether you just happen to fly by and join us on the radio. We just want people to understand that this is who we are. This is what we believe. This is what we want to share with other people. We've had everything from Bigfoot UFOs to, I don't know, we've had everything on the show, and we're still looking to add more, and I really think that we need to do that because um, people have to understand there is more out there than their goddamn living room or work. Right. Or video So games. much more. So much more. Perfect. Go somewhere. Well, you got some retweets from me today. So, so let's keep spreading that word. Yay. Absolutely amazing. Well, we definitely want to have you guys back. We definitely want to get back into this and maybe spend a little more time with you guys because we kind of went all over the place here. And um, yeah, we so why don't Carol. you. Carol will talk about UFOs. There you go. Hi, so, yeah. why don't what hey, Carol, we. Carol, do... aliens. There you go. So here's here's a couple of things I'm going to throw at you. So duck. Um, the first thing <laughs> is is we're going to um, 
I'll get a hold of Lindsay and we'll we'll plan another show. But I want to have you guys on the show for the two hours if you can manage, and we'll do a complete show with just you guys. Um, and uh, I think it would be awesome. Yeah, and love it. We'll 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 promote the hell out of it and get you guys on here for the whole two hours because we shared you with Katrina today. Honored, honored to be to have Katrina open for us. <laughs> I don't quite think she looks at it that way, but you know, um, it's all about perspective. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Oh my God, I love you so much. I, I know. Ty's funny. Oh my God. Oh my God, we need so, to go up to Maine. Seriously. Yeah. So you yes. guys are We're very so well. Fun. At any time, yeah. you guys are welcome. If you're ever in New York, you're welcome Welcome to stop by the studio at any time. You're also welcome to come to uh, the fifth annual. 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 Yeah, fifth, fifth annual. Oh, my God. Sorry. We do a lot of butt sex. We do a lot of butt sex. Fifth annual Rochester Winter Parafest. That's February 23rd and 24th. Um, you guys are always welcome to join us there as well. Since it is our event now, you guys can always call us and say, hey, next year I want to be at your event, uh, and just let us know. So you guys are always welcome. Oh, awesome. Yeah, hit Lindsay up for that too. Yeah. The only problem yeah, is that it's a, it's a volunteer thing because we raise money for uh, the vets. So we, um, it's, everybody donates their time. So if it's something you're into, then there you go. So hey, yeah, uh, well, we love volunteer stuff too. That's good. That's good. Well, actually, what's great is this year um, we have a lot of good headliners. We got uh, three members from Naked and Afraid series joining us. We have um, a couple people from the Ghost of Shepherdstown joining us. We have um, so many different people from different shows. And and uh, Viddy Space now has become really huge, and we have some of those um, coming as well. So there is a lot. Are you throwing my pen around there, it was, Chick? It was heavier what the hell? Than I it was heavier you yeah, have the same goddamn is, pen. My, no. Oh, no, mine, okay. Mine is different. My pen was top-heavy. It, it was. <laughs> kind of uh, like me, top-heavy. Oh, you're too funny. Um, what's this? Uh, Eric was saying, well, well, I guess I'm lost in what yeah. they're talking about so here. So one thing that they're asking for is they want a YouTube link for you guys, so, so if you can send us your YouTube link, or we'll, just go we'll, on Paratalk Radio's Facebook page and just, you know, just put it in there. Yeah, I can plug it right now too, uh, verbally if you want. It's all yeah, impounded in my head forever, forever and ever. <laughs> um, so all of our media is at haunt-me.com, but we really appreciate subscribers, and that's on YouTube.com/slash HauntMeOfficial. Katie Nans our Instagram at Haunt Me Official, and I run our Facebook at Haunt Me Official. So pretty easy to find us there um, if you guys want to. Uh, we have currently out right now for you to view our five of our seasons ending at um, a epic investigation with De- Greg and Dana Newkirk at the Hinsdale House. Um, was the end of season five where we we almost died. Um, so that was new for us, um, and we are currently editing season six right now, which will be out in the spring. Wait, 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 wait! Back up, back up. Hinsdale House. <laughs> he just casually says, "I'm casually going over it now because it's just such a blight." 
You know, you know, Ty, Ty, you just can't. Hinsdale House is, is, um. That's Danny's place. It's Danny's place. But you just can't, you just can't keep rolling out of your mouth like that without, we're going to stop you. We're going to say, hello. Interrupt. It's wonderful that you guys are interested because there's two whole episodes for you to watch at the end of season five that can explain everything. The last two. Yep. Listen to his little attitude. You hear his little attitude? Well, the next time you guys go to Hinsdale House, we need to got you guys. He's an Aries. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm a Capricorn sitting here with two Aries in-house. God damn it. Yes, and and John, our our sound guy is Aries as well. You go, girl. I mean, you go. That's my son, though. I just thought about that. That's my son. Jot has two Aries in the house with him, me and Jason. Cindy, you are blessed. <laughs> Thank you. So are you. Oh, yes. you two can cut it out. Yes. No, no. We <laughs> I am, therefore, I am. Yeah, whatever. Robert White is just sitting here. You should lead with, I almost died at the Hinsdale house. And he should have, because we could have, could have, should have heard that story. Could have, should have. Could have, should have, would have. Yeah. So, all right. So, at the end of season, back Five. up. Five. Is... Two episodes that had to do with the Hinsdale House, you said? Mm-hmm. Unlocking the mystery of what the Hinsdale House might actually be. Um, it was something that I don't think that any of us were prepared for, but all of us had to be ready for by the end of the night. Um, definitely when you, one of the most eye-opening experiences that we've ever, we've ever done. Um, and it was, uh, Katie, was it our first time out of the state? No. It can't be. I think I, I think know. it was. I think it was. I think it was our first paranormal road trip out of Maine. I guess so. Yeah. So, well, we did Barclay Cemetery too, in all of yeah on the same so. trip. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also that was so weird when you just said that. I literally just had a shift, and I literally just had a whole different dimension walk in when you just said that. Yeah, it's full of many different dimensions and many different crazy beings. We do some wild shit up in Barclay. Yeah, so so my experience with the Hinsdale House was last year I saw Danny at Parafest, Winter Parafest. Yep. Yep. And I literally just saw the picture of the Hinsdale House on a picture or it was on a t-shirt or something yeah, yeah and yeah. i i just stood there and i looked at it for a minute and i physically got sick i couldn't stand wow. it. i said listen i said i can't do this i gotta go i'm sorry mm. i i never like he I didn't know me common reaction i i literally just got i can tell you sick. that the two the two um experiences i had there one was um i was poked and one, um, I saw a shadow, and a little shadow, a little person. And recently, they just said that they now think they have pudwidgies there. So, um, and I and I did see those. Yeah, I did so see them when is, we were talking about them. So there are some things that people are experiencing there, and then others. But I never got an evil feeling there. But Jason Marble says that, feel when you left Tinsdale. You didn't feel like, what? How did you feel How when you, you feel left? When you left Hinsdale, like did I was you, fine. Like, have a feeling that you like thought about it a lot, and you like wanted to go back. Like it left you wanting more. No. Mm-mm. No. No. I mean, I I like Hinsdale because to that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I just I don't have. Maybe it's because of the way I think and what I'm looking for and all that other stuff. It just didn't react with me to that point or that level. I mean, yeah. and I've I've ran an event there, so I mean, I haven't had yeah. any problems. Maybe you got lucky and it was full. <laughs> it was full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing out some details to make you guys go watch the episode. <laughs> See, I I took that. I understand that. So Jason Marble says he subscribed to your YouTube page. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, sir. You've got about 38 episodes to catch up on. (laughs) Enjoy the YouTube binge. There you go. And then watch Thai Tuesday because Thai makes us do crazy things like eat horrible jelly beans or, I don't know, blend together really disgusting ingredients. Yeah, Thai Tuesday is a fun time if you guys have and want something that has nothing to do with the paranormal. But tortured. yeah, so what we, we do, do during too. the season is uh, on Mondays we air new episodes, and then every other Tuesday we basically just you get to meet the cast and what they're like when we're not hunting ghosts, and I figure out a way to torture us every other week. He's electrocuted nice. us. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time all around at the Haunt Me Channel. <laughs> That is his Yeah, Jason goal. Marble also just put on there, Hinsdale doesn't react to me either. I've been there quite a few times, so I do feel lucky. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, So many people lucky. we hear always talk about how much they want to go back. That's something that really, like, resonated with me when talking to people about the Hinsdale house. So you is that they just, like, no, I think what she's saying is almost like... Uh, the demon it, drawing them back or something. It's, it makes me feel like there's a little so bit of possession. I don't believe it. Yeah. yeah, I don't either. It makes me feel like there's a little bit of possession as well. Yeah. Well, Nick was, Nick, you yeah. know, that there was something there that it came up. Yeah. Well, you'll see kind of our conclusions. We don't, it's definitely not like your standard, like, demon ideas or like a possession idea. Mm-hmm. It's more of like um, a hunger, <laughs> um, like an energetic thirst. That's- Amber alert. Uh-oh. <laughs> amber alert. No, we just got an amber alert. We're getting it. We're getting and it oh, right now. Oh. I was trying to, Katie, I was almost trying to connect it. I was like, yeah, I guess so. I guess the, I don't know if the Hinsdale House like prefers children, but maybe. Oh, God. Oh, we're getting one, actually. Everybody here just got one, and I, it says it's coming in, but. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, we have an amber alert for Rochester. It's weird. Huh. It didn't give any information. Yeah, that is weird though. But it says Cindy Cindy, Cindy is watching. Cindy Thompson is watching. Yeah, you're watching. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, kids, we gotta get out of here. Um so we will definitely get a hold of Lindsay. We will talk about setting up so that you guys can have your own show. Um and we will and just you know Bring, bring. Uh, what did you say her name was? Carol. Carol, yes. Um, all I guess was the old Carols, but that's probably behind before your time also. No, I know Carols. You know Carols? Okay. I do. It took right. the place, uh, Burger King took its place. Right. There was a Red Barn as well, you know. Um, I so, do know that. You remember that? Oh, nice. Okay, it so. One of my points in Rochester. Nice. So we'll talk to her, and then we'll get you three on. We'll do uh, the two-hour show with you guys, and we'll make it just. The Haunt Me Crew, 
and then we'll sit, laugh, yeah. talk, and and uh, uh, do the whole show. Just you and us. Us and you. Sounds fun, you. you guys. Thank you for or having us tonight. We really appreciate it. Hey, Thank not a problem. You so Just much. stay in touch. And I enjoyed um, this conversation. Yeah, with, it was fun. It was definitely fun. So we'll get awesome. you guys. Me too. Uh, yeah, good. All right, you go guys. Aries. Go Aries. Really, go Aries. Really. Oh. Katie, what are you? Libra. Ugh. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt when you said Capricorn. <laughs> Everything has to be in place. Oh. Everything has to be balanced. Uh, case of, uh... My sis, my, my sister, my daughter's. Um, uh, she's a rising Libra rising. Mm. She, her famous last words: "Mom, you have to make it even with the boys." Well, that's not fair, Jessica. Life is not fair. <laughs> oh, Need a okay. balance. Ty, does she yeah. have a little OCD, does she? Me? Who? who no. Katie? Katie? Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. I would oh, tell no. No, I would I'm say OCD. No. I would say. Okay. live in the clouds. Yeah, Katie is definitely the just the airy one. She's a... Free spirited. I don't know. I'm not good at this type of stuff. I'm just trying to describe Katie. She's full of magic. Is what she is. That's the lead that comes out that way. Katie, are you a witch? Totally. Yeah, I am too. Go witches! Woo! Woo! You better start wooing, Ted. <laughs> I'll put a spell yeah. on. Yeah, Get your woos up. <laughs> hey, so what do you guys think of uh, Krampus? Um, uh, it's a fun story. Yeah. yeah. It's, what is it, two nights from now? Is Krampus night yeah. two nights? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to sit down, beating. and I'm going to watch that uh, Adam Scott movie with some popcorn and really enjoy my damn self. And I watched there the you YouTube. <laughs> they do the live... Krampus parade from Austria on YouTube. They that are wonderful. wild. They are They're, wild out there. The, the Venture Bros episode where they summon the Krampus and it just whips yeah. people and stuffs children in a bag. Love right. him. <laughs> yeah. That's the best reality is just stealing the children yeah. away. Yeah. All right, here's your Amber Alert. So anybody for the Rochester area with us, this is Amber Alert for Rochester area. Uh, Jonah Coates, Joanna? female of Joanna Coates. Female, 14 years old, last seen December 1st, 2018 in Rochester, New York. She was wearing a blue Nike shirt, black leggings, and Timberland boots. Why are they? Why are we just getting a goddamn Amber Alert two days later for a 14-year-old? Yeah, I know, it's crazy. You know, that is crazy. That's so sad. It has nothing to do with the Hinsdale House people. Remember, this has nothing to do with the Hinsdale House. <laughs> nothing to do. Unrelated. It has everything to do with our talk radio, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want people talking? There you go. You own up to something you didn't do. How did Robert help people get the Amber Alert before? Yeah, I don't know. Am- yeah, because Robert's, Robert's in, Australia. in Australia. How did he get that before anybody else? He could just ride and get it, and I'm in Maine. I'm closer than <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I don't think they're going to find her in Australia. <laughs> okay, that's enough, John. 
Stop laughing, Ted. I can't help it. It's funny shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so crazy sometimes. The Hinsdale house compels you. Or compels her. <laughs> oh, God. God damn. <laughs> no. Listen to the crickets. They'll make you feel like you're back well, at the Hinsdale house. It was that being out there and hearing the crickets was the nicest part of the Hinsdale house. Yeah, we had a nice the, fire in the backyard. That and the wall of bees were my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Uh, we're already cool. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for having us tonight. Uh, go watch those Hinsdale episodes and let us know what you think, and we'll talk to you later. Hey, yeah, hopefully Absolutely. you guys had a good time with us, and we'll have we'll, you back. We'll and... leave you some bad comments, you know, negative comments. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Do it up. It, it all helps the algorithm. <laughs> go for it. There we go. Yep. All right, everybody. Well. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Ty. You thank you, thank you, Katie. We we appreciate it, and um, I definitely want to say uh, thank you again to Katrina for being Absolutely, here with us. We had Katrina. such a good time we with her as such well. Such a great to- talk with her as well. Yeah, and um, hey, John, it's nice to have you back. By the way, buddy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> nice. All right, everybody. So make sure you tune in next week. Um, we are going to be talking to the um, Full Moon Caravan next week. Full Moon Caravan. Yep, which is uh, they're a couple that? psychic ladies, so it's going to be fun. Um, they're both uh, experienced in a lot of different things, so it's going to be fun. Okay. So, cool. all right, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. Don't forget, wherever there is darkness, there is always the light. Good night, guys. Night, guys. You've been listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday when we will bring you another fantastic guest. Thank you to our guests, our sponsors, and Jay Wolf Productions. Be safe, be good, and remember, wherever there is darkness, there is always the light. ParatalkRadio.com Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.